Kamaric? I think it's Kamaric. K A C M A R C I K. Please just say it. Boy, he got some. These investors got some names mm-hmm. on them. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> no, you <laughs> produced <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what my boy let me say he says shout out my gay shout out my gay he said ooh y'all got some names YBO podcast YBO you're listening to Young Black and Opinionated you are tuned in to YBO podcast hey honest y'all make me feel at home I just want to say I want another invite I feel like I'm a part of this podcast <laughs> Young Black and Opinionated as always I am Reese Berry that's R-E-E-S-E What it do, family? Episode 258 of Young, Black, and Opinionated. Lady, how's it going on today? I am great. It is Sunday. Um, Sunday. The end of May, damn near. And as we were just talking about before we went live, um, this year went fast, or is, is going fast. Indeed it did. Indeed it did. Dang, you're going to be 31? Dog. I'll be 31. <laughs> Yikes, man. Dang, can we let... Uh, y'all y'all th- turn 31st? Shout out to Lassie. Happy birthday. She hit 30. Like, dang, don't be putting me in this. It ain't my birthday yet. <laughs> no, it was crazy because I remember stepping... It's I got to find that. I think... I hope I didn't delete it. It was a status I know I made on Facebook. I think I turned 20... No, I was 20? turned 20. No, I think I turned 21. And I, I have to, I'm going to go back, but it was saying something like, uh, I was, t- I turned 21. It was like, Hey, 21. It was like, all right, y'all nine more years to 30. And everybody was like, Hey bro, chill out. And I'm chill like, now we're here. Year. So it was like funny as fuck. Like, so I 10 know. more year, uh, nine more years. <laughs> I'm like nine more years to 40. <laughs> yeah. But like, I used to delete, oh, um, I used to delete my statuses sometime. I don't know. I used to like the, the clear, fresh appearance on my, I don't know why on my page, but um, I definitely remember writing that. So it's insane to see uh, where we are with time. But with oh, time man. comes wisdom, comes uh, yeah. greater things. We hope. So, uh, but so um, still a, anyway, I'm still a knucklehead. Um, How you feeling? <laughs> I'm all right. I'm good, man. I can't complain. I'm excited for this uh, wonderful day off um, that we're having. Um, oh, I don't know when when you all are listening, but uh, happy Memorial Day. <laughs> um, Get your I, I can't wait. Yeah. I, I can't wait to. Um, well, I'm not eating any meat, so I can't enjoy the barbecue. <laughs> I can't. I can't wait. To, I can't wait to enjoy these delicious sides. So, I'm excited about the macaroni and Dog. cheese and, and greens. I think it's the delicious sides. Yeah. So that's all I can eat, man. That's all I can really eat. I've been trying to move. I'm about to actually get back in the gym. I've really been considering um, getting a membership back. Um, like I'm, I'm three, three shots in. So. As far as uh, COVID shots, vaccine. We're gonna take your ass to the gym. Oh, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go back. Somebody was yeah. Uh, I, go ahead. 
Oh, somebody was on the uh, I was on the treadmill and somebody was like, You was running, but that ass was moving. <laughs> I was like, Yo, <laughs> <laughs> like, wait a minute, it was a female, by the way. Um, but uh, yeah, at the gym, it, uh, did you know her? Yeah, I was aware of her. Yeah, oh, what. <laughs> <laughs> I love words, man. Words are great. I was aware. Said that ass was that. No, um, I wouldn't know how to take that. Does that offend you? No, as long as a woman said, I'm good. Straight on that. If Gary came up to me, like. Go to anyway, run, Jay. Episode like, two fifty eight is always <laughs> I am the illustrious Reese yes. Berry. That is R E S E B E R R A for Y's Twitter, Tumblr, Snapchat, and Instagram. Run, Jay. Jay. <laughs> it's your boy Mwanje. That's M W A N J E. You can follow me on all social media platforms. That's Mwanje Ugandan for Leopard. Once again, y'all make sure y'all getting uh, lots of comments. It's her birthday today, she turned thirty. She's the last of the Mohicans. Um, can you say that? Is that offensive? I don't know. But the last of us, the of the three musketeers, is that offensive too? I don't know. Um, turning thirty, so she's up there with us now. She can get her AARP as well. So, um, shout out to uh, Lassie. But yeah, man, I, I was yeah. I'm, I'm ready to get back in there, man. Get in that. I don't even need the big membership. I don't want the pool. I don't want the the uh the tanning booth. I just want if you want to go to Planet Fitness and pay ten dollars or I twenty think, if I you want to go to anywhere. Planet Fitness. <laughs> I think I've been collecting with them. I just, I just. <laughs> what you know? What that brought you? Like, planet, planet. I, thought, I thought we were past this stage. I thought you left us in your twenties. I didn't leave it in my twenties. I just didn't pay it. I just didn't pay it in my twenties. When people say, <laughs> like, just <laughs> no, I, I, what is I, wrong I, with I, you? We're playing the fitness. Yeah, I, I don't know. I I haven't been back there. I just went there one time, and they go looked up at there me. to see. And if not, just leave if you don't want to pay. Right. He was like, "Sir, you've been here back in 2009." I'm like, "Dude, I was you have a real job then." But no, um, but no, I want to go back to What's experience though because experience is 24 hours. Um, so so it's Planet I, Fitness. Is it? Well, I don't know about up there, but yeah, it's always been 24 hours. Okay, I don't know what the pandemic, but it's every one of them. What's the closest Planet Fitness though to me right now? I feel like that's the one that got most gym, more gyms in Milwaukee. They got yeah. a lot of them down here too. I got like I literally have two of them near me that I can go to within the same distance, which is crazy. This Planet Fitness got two stars. I don't know who. I don't know if it's close. <laughs> which one yeah. is it? Uh, let's say the Menominee Falls one. Let me see. Oh, that one got more than two stars. Okay, and it's twenty four hours. It's like it's not. It depends because I, I was just um, talking to Sanders too. Like. Um, the Planet Fitness is they the size depends on obviously the, the building that they put it in, right? Um, yeah. which makes sense, but they have w- what you need, and because, like you said, it's 24 hours, you're gonna get the rush, like you always get. I don't know, like most of them I went to down here and back home, you're gonna get the rush at certain times, like any gym. But I feel like, um, you, you can get in and get out and do what you got to do without any any issues. So, um, yeah. try that or experience. I don't really know no other huge names now yeah. in this era besides that, besides it, whatever's you know popular in your city like you said experience or something or la fitness but yeah experience is pretty cool I, i've been there before and uh, i like the fact that they got the free weights as opposed to i know uh planet fitness some of them got the um the what's not i mean you still get the job done i guess it don't really matter but 
I do like that feel of the free weights and, and lifting. Yeah, they have free weights at Planet Fitness too. I think they just got the dumbbell weights. I don't think they got the other free weights where it's they got the little thing on the bar. So like you actually gotta take it off the bar at experience. It doesn't really matter. I, I say that to it say it doesn't matter. matter. Now, it, it's a different feel. It's a different feel when you actually take the weight. Come on, you wanna back up and, and fall backwards? That's what you wanna do? I like when I was lifting, it felt good to like that struggle but they got the um they got the little clip thing right so like if you struggle you, you all you gotta do is just turn your little thing back and it just clips on for you that's i guess to me that's safety i don't it is it right. is i mean it is it is but you know i like that struggle feeling i'm about to die but i had to push myself to live well, you can die put up too much weight and you ain't gonna be able to clip that bitch over <laughs> <laughs> so now, you're, now your wrist back like this um see no i get what you're saying but i, I guess i don't care about that so no uh, yeah. as long as you get the job done because um, i i got plenty of fitness and then i got the gym in my facility too so sometimes i'll go there if i don't feel like driving i may walk over there but um yeah, that's dope. Well, what um, you? what you been doing this past two weeks? We've been gone. Past two weeks, man. Um, I think I was in church the longest I've ever been in my life this past <laughs> Sunday. I was at church from two, seven two. to ten. I ain't never been in that long, ever. And it was a coded church, so they they praise God a little differently. I'm like, yo, I'm like, come on, let's get up out of here. <laughs> I'm like COVID church. Oh, golly. I'm like, I love the Lord, but Jesus. God's like, man, y'all in here forever. But um, yeah, other than that, no, it's cool. Um, I got what's what's today? The 29th. I got June 8th. I'm out of school. So I'm excited about that. I'm excited about that. So it was is one more week and then another week, and we good to go. So uh this weekend I went to Gurney Mills. Yesterday, actually, just went to Gurney Mills yesterday, meaning Saturday. May 28th. Um, I went to Gurney Mills to grab me some clothes. Man, I bought some white pants. Could you believe it? I bought some white pants. And um Are they linen? I don't know what the brand is. I got from uh Burlington. Um No, I mean like the fabric. Was it linen? Oh no, no, no. I don't I don't think it is jeans. I'll show you. I mean, I think it's jean fabrics right here. Jeans. Like like jeans? Okay. Yeah, they're just jeans. Yeah, just jeans. Oh, you, I, well, I can't think of the last time I seen white jeans. I was like, well, I don't know where I'm going to wear this for, but all right, I'm just going to get some because I don't ever, I don't got any. I'm like, maybe I go to the beach or somewhere. I don't know. I don't know. You know, white, white jeans. Remember in um, Waist Deep, he had white jeans on when he was walking down the uh, beach? So, you do anything else? <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck? Uh, Megan Good was walking down the beach waiting for Tyrese to come back. Um. That's it. That's it, really. I, I don't be doing much, man. Shout out she to the... Uh, MKE Black um, Tech uh, dinner that I had the other day. Um, somebody said they had COVID there. I'm I'm worried. Not that not that worried, but worried enough. And the person that had it was sitting next to me. So I'm like, mm, come on. Was it twenty five hundred a plate? No, I, I didn't have to pay nothing. They paid for it, and the bill okay. was high though. I heard that the bill was like two thousand dollars. I was like, God, dog. But yeah, it's funny. It. Um, to go back, you threw me off. Uh, remember, you was talking about you, you brought up Gary, and I said I was gonna go back to 2013 to see if I could find the tweet when I turned 21. What was the tweet? Um, no, I'm scrolling, and then he popped up, and he said, "Had a wonderful time with the crew," um, and he tagged me and Paula at Duncan Solutions. Oh, so I'm assuming that's when we went downstairs and had. The, remember, they said that want that bar down there with that like restaurant. Yeah, there? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's funny. But I remember at a time, I remember, what you shot for your birthday? I got in trouble with my ex. 
Oh, you give me all the trouble. All the yeah, trouble. and Gary told you about it. Yeah. Oh, you tell me about yeah. this one too. Well, um, I had a cool two weeks though. Um, yeah, time be going fast. I just feel like May Ooh. just started. Um, but yeah, man, just working, just trying to figure out some stuff, life shit, nothing too, nothing too strenuous, nothing too serious, just having fun, kicking back. Um, actually, yesterday we went out. Um. We went out to this um, hibachi, Cajun hibachi place called um, Stick Talk. Um, Talk. And my dumb ass thinking like, okay, thinking like the future song. But I'm like, oh, like the chopsticks. Is the future on it? What's going on? I thought you like Noble. (laughs) Right. I'm like, is the future going to be okay with this? But I was thinking like, oh, the hibachi sticks. But yeah, it was good. Black owned. um, Oh, dope. I had like this... uh, yeah, and I had like this rice, and you can substitute for noodles. I forgot to say that, but it was like the rice with the, um, you know, the the vegetables, and then I had got a uh, shrimp and steak, double me please, mm. and um, it was amazing, really good. good. They got different types of sauce. It's not too much salt, like they give you like a little cup. So I think I got like spicy garlic or whatever, and then they got like a special sauce, like it's called yum yum sauce, but it t- to me it tastes like um, honey mustard or something like mm. that. Um, anyways, we anyways we did that, and then we went to. Um, it's this place called Post Houston. Um, it kind of gives you like a public market vibe, mm-hmm. um, but it's just really kind of a food hall, basically. And they got like a whole bunch of different restaurants um, in there, which is pretty cool. A whole bunch of different nationalities. They're still working on it. Um, so you can go like upstairs and on the roof and outside and just kind of hang out. And then it's like a food hall downstairs. And I think they're going to have like maybe some other venues on the different floors. And I can see somebody having like a, you know, like a wedding type vibe you know, on the other side. So it's pretty cool. Um, pretty much downtown Houston. Now we've been there a couple of times. I think I talked about it before, but we really went to go get some of that damn cake from, uh, what's the lady name? Um, it's the restaurant. It's called like something pearls, um, black owned. So it's dope. We got some red velvet cake. And then, um, uh, we was going to go hoop downtown. Cause you know, next to the Toyota center, they got the, um, well, we didn't plan to. So we were just kind of driving. But, you know, they got the it's like a basketball park next to the Toyota Center, which is cool. Mm-hmm. But it was graduation. T- it's graduation season, obviously. So it was like a lot of people walking. I'm like, damn. And, you know, they just had the NRA, NRA convention, too. So we was like, oh, oh yeah, that's, that's that's uh, that's bad publicity. Why would you? OK, uh, yeah. But yeah. this before this is before the shooting or NRA. This, is ap- this was yesterday. The the uh, oh the convention was after because remember there was something well we'll talk uh, about that later but the convention okay. they were saying like they said that no guns allowed <laughs> but, um anyway yeah we went and then it, the other park that we typically go to they got a, actually a park over there and don't nobody really be at the basketball courts under the little shield they even got little lights over there I'm like mm-hmm. if I was a kid I'd be over here hooping at night it, it gives You're me getting um, it in Living basketball. it gives me um what's that movie called no no um. Jesus Shuttlesworth. He oh, got game. Uh, he he got gives game. me he got game. You did, you, did you play for your boyfriend's with the lights and shit? No, nah, we were just playing. We just only got up. It's, it's hot as fuck outside. Even though we was un, it's yeah. under like this little barn looking we thing. Winning. Um, we wasn't like playing serious. We were just shooting because it was hot and we had on regular clothes. Who, who, and he had on be jeans. Who be winning? Um, <laughs> so we went. Who won? I don't know. He was just shooting the shot. I, we oh. wasn't playing. We oh, yeah, just well, shooting no shots. Play- oh, you say he wasn't That's playing it. seriously. Right, you say he wasn't playing. Y'all weren't. Y'all weren't playing seriously. So y'all were playing. Because we weren't playing, playing seriously serious. anything. So y'all were just shooting around. No, it was too hot. We were just shooting. Yeah. Okay, y'all shooting around. And then, but we usually because we used to go to Difference. Fitness Connection sometimes, mm-hmm. and they got a gym. So 
couple times, obviously, sometimes he'll beat me. Obviously, uh, uh, oh, like six four, and he played basketball. But okay, one, the last time we was laughing because we was like, when the last time we've been to fix this fitness connection? He was like, yeah, it got a little intense. I was like, yeah, because I was whooping your ass, and you. Mm. <laughs> You know, listen, like, hey, bro. I'm like, it's facts is facts. This kind of like I bust your ass that day at you know Flashy Center. I fell. It was very similar. But fell. Anyway, but I was winning. So anyway, um, yeah, it was fun. But that was shit. That was months ago because I had one my my freak That's my cool. freak. What's that? Freak ones, freak twos. Uh, Yana shoes, which are really comfortable. I like them. But anyway, uh, yeah. So then after that, we we went bike riding. So we went kind of your heart. Um. We went up the uh, up the way a little bit. We didn't go the other way with all the goddamn little hills and shit next to the creek. We went the back way, which they finally opened up because I think it flooded over there after um after the hurricane or something. So they finally opened it. Uh, not a hurricane. Whenever it rained really bad, I forgot. But yeah, it opened it back up and it's not no hills and it kind of take you through the neighborhood a little bit. And we mm. kind of went one way, came back. Get you an e bike. The regular bikes. If you're gonna do the hills, the regular bike is gonna kill your ass. Um. Oh uh, yeah, that's so that's that on my list too. A bike. Oh yeah, I gotta give me one. Uh, I gotta give me a bike. Yeah. Yeah, but get your e bike if you're gonna rent them because that that actually helps you to the regular. Because you don't think it ain't shit until you get the regular bike and you pedaling for your life. Like what the mm. fuck? But anyway, we came back. We stopped at um this little juice bar, which is pretty cool, called Juice Land over there. It was good. It took forever though. Um, came back, my dumb ass trying to sip and drink at the same time, fell off the damn bike. <laughs> and it was, oh, it was, man. it was like the sun was going down and it was a white couple walking a dog. <laughs> Are you okay? Off, and it's like, did you drop something? <laughs> right. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> he like, you good? I'm like, no, it was one of them things where it's not like I fell. It was like, you know, when you ride in a bike and you get cl- too close to the edge of the sidewalk. Mm-hmm. So you'd be trying to like stop real quick to catch. Right. It was one of them falls. And then you try to grab, and I had something in my hand. So I'm like, oh, fuck. But, um. Sweet yeah, came back girl. and that was it. So it was like a long. I was out for five hours and we got in the car. We was laughing. It was like it felt like one of them times where you know how you go on vacation and then you do all mm-hmm. the activities and you go back to your Airbnb or hotel and you just finna go like take a shower and go to sleep. It felt like one because like a day full of activities. It was so fun. Yes. But um, yeah, that was pretty much yesterday. Other than that, I just been cooling, catching up on shows. Um, and yeah, man, I hate when we miss a week because I don't really remember anything else besides that. But um. It's been cool. So uh, while we're here, I do want to give a shout out to our top 10 listening cities because without you, we are nothing. Um, We got Missouri City, Missouri City, Texas. Shout out to you. Uh, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, Chesapeake, Virginia, Houston, Texas, Council Bluffs, Iowa, Conyers, Georgia, Smyrna, Georgia, Frankfurt, Germany, Chicago, Illinois, and Greenfield, Wisconsin. Um, Milwaukee showed up twice again. I hate that they do that. I don't get it. Anyway, yeah, so that's our top 10 listening cities. Um, I'm going to go ahead and pass it to the pastor, and he's going to educate you guys. Well, um, since we're here, I'm going to go ahead and get that collection plate going right right away. Um, So for those of you who want to do a donation, um, which you should, you know, we're a good show. We're a great show, actually. And uh, we've been doing some some really great work in the community, and we need you seeds in order to be planted. Um, So water us. All right, so that uh, link donation is L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E backslash YBO podcast M-K-E. Also go to our website at YBOpod.com and check us out. Text us 414-240-8398. Take our survey as well, too. That's so important and key because we need to know who you are and what you do so that we can make sure we're getting, um, we're servicing the right people. 
We also have um, crews and shirts available. So make sure you go in and cop all that. Once again, we love you. And um, there's nothing you can do about it. May God bless you. May God bless you. And may God keep you. Uh, yeah, I said slow like faster. Anyway, um, well, that's a wrap for the intro, guys. Um, as always, make sure you guys go ahead and um, leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Tell us about um, it's very important. That's how we move up to the ranks. Uh, make sure you guys also do go to Spotify and leave us a five-star rating. They have that available. Um, some of you guys have special apps that you like to listen to that, are, that aren't, you know, as popular air quotes. Um, and they have like a rating rating or comment section. So, uh, feel free to leave us something there. I'm pretty sure we'll find it some way, somehow. Um, if you guys have any non-submissions, any type of questions, if you have a segment, if you have something that you, a segment, if you have something for one of our segments, um, that you like us to, dis- to discuss, um, shoot us an email, ybopodcast at gmail.com. Um, or you can go to our website. Um, ybopod.com and um, we have a suggestion box or any type of it's a box there just say something if you want to tell us anything we'll read it we'll talk about it later um, or if you have what's, what's the thing we do um, flowers if you have any flowers um, as well to submit oh, yeah. those um, as always we're available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Stitcher Speaker, iHeartRadio, Spotify Audible, literally anywhere you can find a podcast yeah. uh, make sure you guys tell a friend and tell a friend because that's how we as a podcast and a community continue to grow. What going? All right, so let's get into it. So we got some Milwaukee news lined up for you here. So let's get started. So uh, let's talk about Brandon Jennings, man. Brandon, Brandon, Brandon Jennings. So uh, for those that don't know, Brandon Jennings, he uh, used to be here for Bucks. Uh, last year, he coined the phrase "Bucks and Six, uh, which not last uh, year. Was that last year? When last year? He been coined it. Oh, did he? Did he? It's now. been coined already. Oh, he. It was. He said it. So when they oh, when the Bucks that. made it to the playoffs and they, they, yeah, they played the Heat in like 2012 or 13, whatever year it was, and he did like one of the you know regular team interviews, and they were like, oh, how many games are you guys gonna win? And he's like, yeah, of course. You know, this is Miami Heat with Dwayne Wade and you mm-hmm. know the LeBron and them. So he's like, how many how many games are you gonna win in? He was like, we're gonna win it in six, bucks and six. So that's when it became a slogan. Cause remember, we were saying uh, it before. That's I why, like, when that. they lost, remember when they lost, we would say shit like bucks and eight, bucks and nine. Remember, we should say shit like that. Like for years, that was the thing we used to always say. And then when they finally won, it came back up again. I see so, it yeah. right here. Yeah. Back in 2013. You sound fascinated. Yeah, I do. I'm sorry. Yeah, I guess it was it because it's so relevant now. But um because, but that's why I always say it's a it was a prophecy. It's, it was literally a prophecy. It wasn't it wasn't busted six that, six that year. We weren't gonna make it, especially with LeBron and D Wade and Chris Bosh. But and then it was funny. It's not funny, but they got swept. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm looking at it now because they had a link to the Bucks and uh, yeah, go right here. Yeah, Bucks. Yeah, it's a video that you can watch on YouTube. Oh no, this that's is pretty this short. Twenty one. Um, okay, but um, yeah, he coined the phrase Bucks and oh here you go right here. That's it. I see it right mm-hmm. here. When was this? Yeah. 2018, 2018, Bucks and Six always. That's for the culture. Brandon Jennings on the origins of Bucks and Six. Okay, there you go, right there. Look at you. Now it's Bucks. Yeah. So he's been, our Bucks yeah, he been said it. Because, because, 
Yeah, because I just remember years we would joke because they never would fucking win. So we used to be like, oh, well, it's over. Maybe Bucks and seven, Bucks and eight, Bucks and nine. We saw because we said it on one of our pods years ago when we used to hate on the Bucks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. We used to be like, they're never going to win. Wisconsin teams always disappoint us. They do always. They did always disappoint us. Now look at it. We were so mad. Now you at the mad. games. Now you was at the game sitting next to me. Yeah, right. <laughs> Go back to the Phoenix. Yeah, let's go. Yeah. Let's go. Getting up by the chick. Let's go. Grabbing shirts, punching kids in the face to get a shirt. <laughs> Mad as a bitch. Right. You said this is this is not football. It's Celtics fan. You play just like Giannis. You like, play just like Giannis. He traveled to get that shirt. Uh, sure did. So um, well. Yeah. So, so well. So well. <laughs> so well. <laughs> so well. Uh, so anyway, let's talk about the school. Yeah. So the school. So Brandon Jennings, he, he uh, obviously he was a rookie here. Um, he said four one and four has been great to me. And her. Huh? I said her. Oh, he said her. I don't like women be with these noises and stuff. I'm like, hey, what do you mean? You know, I'm gonna do I'm gonna get the piano, I'm gonna get the organ, even though I got the organ, but you remember at church when the pastor was gonna wrap up and then the organist be like the books uh in six uh, and turn around <laughs> didn't win this year but next year we're coming back. Got the one with the, you got the one with the little flute at the end doop, 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 doop. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. when he said uh box and now he got a city <laughs> no uh <laughs> called <laughs> ball city he trying to make a school <laughs> <laughs> said you can donate right here it's a uh, call 414 240 oops i gave the wrong number let me do it again no, I swear. No. <laughs> <laughs> this is call 262 wrong area code. right <laughs> so put your donations here not at the school but you need to do for our podcast it's a uh, link tree not 608 <laughs> not 262 not 713 uh, <laughs> i'm talking about <laughs> Podcast MKE. Don't forget the M and the K and the E. <laughs> we need your tokens. Uh, we're trying to do something with our life. We need a jet. No, it's like, uh, but uh, yes, yeah, but all seriousness, okay, though. Okay, Creflo. Right, right. We need a jet <laughs> so we can come to a city near you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> cryptocurrency no um all right so <laughs> crypto dollar crypto dollar um oh damn i lost the doggone article but anyway so he's creating a, a academy called the ball city academy and uh it's a private middle school in milwaukee um now they're saying it's in racine the article says it's racine racine ain't more. i don't know what it's in it so it says it's a uh, ball uh, academy. so it was so it says Ball City Academy Incorporated was registered in February with the Wisconsin Department of Financial Institution. The register agent is Christian Roloff. Oh, so he might be moving over. Okay, got it. So Christian Roloff, principal at Jeristad, um, Auger Home K through eighth school in Racine. So it looked like he might be moving around. He might be the principal of that school. Anyway, the Ball City oh, Academy, yeah. uh, Ball City Academy would um, participate in the Milwaukee Parent uh, Parental Choice Program, which allow eligible students an opportunity to attend uh, participating private schools. So they'll be able to do some things like that. Uh, Jenny just talked about how he grew up in Compton, how it was it was violent, and, and you know, kids nowadays don't want to be in a school that's boring. Trust me, I know. Um, not that our school is boring, but kids just don't want to be in school. But uh, he wanted to, you know, be able to provide resources and allow kids an opportunity just to have something different. 
um, than what they're used to. So uh, kudos to Brandon Jennings. Anything you want to add on this, uh, Big Barry? No, I, I think that's dope. I think you threw me off when you said Racine. I'm like, come on, bro. But um, yeah, I'm curious. Did they say where it's going to be at? No, it didn't say where it's going to be. It says Milwaukee. It didn't say necessarily when. So he filed for the yeah. LLC in uh, in February. So it didn't say exactly yeah, where it's going to be. Let think, me see. Because the only thing I saw was he had a picture up on maybe Twitter or his Instagram story, or somebody had a picture yeah. of like a folder where he had like his information. So from that, it, like you said, it sounded like he was at the beginning of like getting his yeah. doc- the documentation for the state of Wisconsin. File. Yeah, so he tweeted photos. I'm just curious from, to see where it's going to be. Ball city, from a Ball City event, including a letter written by his potential contributors. So some people contributing to. Yeah, the- that's what I saw. You know, yeah. I like the fact too, and I know this is your review, but I, I like the fact that um, basketball players are really taking a liking into schools like you got lebron you got mm-hmm. uh jalen rose you got now you got you know mm-hmm. and i'm pretty sure some other schools some other people too these are just the most prominent ones i, I can know off the top of my head but i think it's dope that they're playing putting an interest into um schools mm-hmm. so yeah i i agree i think it's a it's a shift in what they can basketball players and as a whole in sports people in sports that play mm-hmm. sports I, I should say it's a it's a more open field in, in regards to what they can do i think if you look back maybe let's talk basketball um two decades ago or three or whatever yeah damn near three now um with jordan mm-hmm. and them you know some of them just hooped and they had their shoes and that's they did commercials and i was just it nothing wrong with it mm-hmm. um and some of them obviously probably did more I, I wasn't there so i'm not as knowledgeable but i just feel like now you you pretty you, you more so see it um in regards to, like you said lebron with the i promise school and you know even kobe with the in, in his family with the mamba academy and some of the some of them do that stuff too like different gyms and i think um me and my boyfriend were just talking about uh what's his name uh the dude that played for the bucks for a season and got his ring. He used to be super Jeff Teague. He has like yeah. a, a a gym or something like that in um, Indianapolis where he where he's from. That's really nice. Um, that provides like you know training for AAU and different things and you know for people to get their shit together or whatever. So uh, whatever it is, I think it's dope to see them kind of give back. And I guess going back to this more so in the school capacity is cool too. Um, it was funny, not funny, but um was it last year early this year i think it was a post on twitter and like on the shade room and all that, that little shit that said the principal of the primary school got got uh suspended for like slapping a student or something yeah <laughs> so, oh no but you know shit happens. i mean that shit happens but you know whatever but outside of that i'm just happening. saying like um uh yeah, it's um, it's dope. I I love to see it. I love to see. I love that he does show love to the four one four. Even though he played in a couple different cities after, um, he always seems to find his way back here. Which, and mm-hmm. I was just telling my boyfriend, like I remember seeing him in um uh, Forever Twenty One with Tiana Taylor and shit. Like kicking I remember it. she was like sitting on the counter or something. But yeah, just kicking it with no issues. Um, these crazy ass fools today do crazy shit. So um, but yeah, man, I just I think it's super dope. Shout out to him. Shout out to him. Yeah. Anything else on that? Um, yeah, just one last thing, just to kind of highlight what the school is going to focus on. Um, is he says that it's going to focus on real world readiness and trades, but he's also going to focus on uh, uh, getting students ready for post secondary college. So, um, post secondary school, which um, it's dope. It's that's dope. I think it's great, and I think a lot of a lot of schools are really kind con- trying to um, be a realistic approach with their curriculum. They want students to understand that, you know, trades work well too. You know, you don't have to go to college to, 
um, be successful now. Uh, you can get a trade. You can be an electrician. Mm-hmm. You can be a plumber. You can have a plumbing business or construction business and do well than those that are coming out of college. <laughs> You've been the four years that they done took their time. You the, the in that four years, you didn't create your own business and and sustain. You know great life because mm-hmm. there's always going to be some clogged toilets and there's always going to be some electricity needed to be fixed so what else y'all yeah and i think the thing with plumbing too is not necessarily just toilets right you got yeah, plumbing yeah, with yeah. showers yeah. i was just doing some shit in mine i was like i want to be a pl-. And it's funny you said that because i was like, i want to be a plumber now i just want to know because like i i always do this diy shit around my house that i could probably call maintenance for but i just be trying to see if i can mm-hmm. do it and remember like during the pandemic i said i replaced the faucet in my kitchen sink just because yeah. i was bored and now I know how to do it. Even my dad was like, what's right. wrong with you? And I'm like, I, I'm just curious. So, but that, it goes to says about what you say about trades. And I think even when Obama was in, he was trying to push that apprenticeship narrative, like go get an apprenticeship. Um, if you don't want to go to college for years, like you yeah. said, all the things about getting out early, maybe not even having to get into debt because somebody will pay that fee for you. So yeah um yeah good purpose all right let's talk more milwaukee news um as a lot of people may know from the city if you don't listen um we have a couple more venues coming downtown milwaukee and i think this is fascinating stuff um for the most part so let's start here uh well i'm gonna let you start because you initially put it in there um and i kind of go in depth with the other one later too oh yeah sure um so there is a soccer stadium which would anchor mixed use sports and entertainment uh, planned in downtown Milwaukee. Um, so this this particular um, area um, or this venue um, would be used for Marquette indoor- Interchange. Oh, is that is that is it at the Marquette Interchange? Yeah. So essentially, it's uh, I think the land that was initially owned by uh, Marquette. Oh, yeah. Um, and then they sold the land to these people. That's where it's going to be. Yeah. So I just say the Marquette interchange area. Yeah. Yeah. So there, um, it's the, the, the Camark, the Camark enterprise and bear development. Um, <laughs> no, I'm like, what is this? No, this is the weird. It's so Camaric. I think it's Camaric. K-A-C. M A R C I K. Please just say you know. He has boy. He got some. These investors got some names mm-hmm. on them. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> no, you <just> <laughs> mm, <laughs> what, what my boy what he said he said shout my gay he said oh y'all got some names <laughs> 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 all right uh got some names <laughs> <laughs> all right i've tried i've tried to work okay oh, right. so yes as uh big berry mentioned um <laughs> they agreed to purchase 11 um uh acre parcel from marquette university to, to develop a mixed sports uh entertainment district in that area um this is north 6th street uh, east michigan street um or north and marquette interchange uh west and south in 2016, Marquette University unveiled some plans to build a $250,000 to $300,000 square foot athletic performance research center, but uh, dropped those plans and instead built a smaller athletic uh, facility at a different location. Um, so in, in addition to the soccer stadium plans, 
Um, like I said, it's going to include an indoor venue, a full service hotel, a multifamily residential housing, retail, food and mm-hmm. beverage. And this is some of the thing, trends that's been going on across the entire country where these venues are now being used for mixed use. We talked about this um, before. I think there was supposed to be a building that's supposed to be built. Um, I think we talked about this a while back. And I think, uh, yeah, it was supposed to be a uh, mixed use where it's going to have like a grocery store or some type of restaurant mm. in there. And then uh, on top of it, be some homes and stuff like that. And I think you get, and I think that's smart too, because you get more bang for your buck and people can kind of, you know, move around a little bit more. Um, so uh, this, uh, uh, so this is from Jim, um, the CEO of uh, Kamarik. Uh, enterprises. I hope I'm saying that his first name is Jim. Then the next name is that. But he said Milwaukee is one of the great sports cities in the United States. <laughs> we are Kamarik. Because Loki, I didn't even look at it when you were saying it, but it looked like Kamarsik. Kamarsik. Oh, Kamarsik. Kamarsik. I'm going with. That. I don't know. The, the um, AC is throwing me up. Yeah, it's, Kamarsik. Yeah, it's, it's just a lot of C's and K's. I'm like, come on now. Uh, Almost KKK. I don't know. Wait a minute. Who, who building that? <laughs> who building this building? No. So uh, he said Milwaukee is one of the great sports cities in the United States, and we are excited to bring professional outdoor soccer to the community. Um, so yeah, we so we do have our own soccer team here, um, the Wave. Uh, but I'm interested to see how this is going to work. Uh, I think the Wave actually still uses the uh, Panther Arena. So um, yeah, this is we want to see. Mm. So. Um, it says the beauty of soccer is that all across the world, communities rally behind their city's club to support the player, the team, and each other. So I'm excited to kind of see that. I'll go to a soccer game. Why not? Why not? Why not? So um, so the second division is the USL's championship league, and then the top division is um, the major league soccer. So what are your thoughts um, on this uh, mixed-use venue? Um, I think it's dope. Um, I'm actually looking at the map of where it is. And yeah, it is. It is right off the Marquette Interchange right there, um, which is pretty cool. Um, Yeah, off of like 6th Street and you see like Clybourne um, between like Michigan and then there's Clybourne, which the highway kind of runs next to. Then there's 10th Street and uh, James Lovell. So I think it's probably on that that near that near weird. Like if you're going Mm -hmm. 794, like if you're going towards the lake. Yeah. that that way like right off the highway right there so um i think that's dope because you know i guess what i was going to add to it too um just let me just say this first before i keep going um in addition to that after that was kind of released maybe a week or so later um the bucks claimed that they had an announcement um and even before that there was another group that was talking about building another type venue like this an event venue um but it was supposed to be in the third war near Summerfest, but i guess that kind of went to shambles yeah. <laughs> because you know tenants and homeowners over there was complaining about it it was like we straight and get the shit out of here so um then next thing you know the bucks had an announcement and um i guess the same group which is the fpc live they proposed a new concert venue which is going to be right next to the bucks arena uh where the bradley center once stood uh, which is interesting. So before I keep going, I know I've seen it on like Facebook and Twitter and all that. And then there were people um, talking like, well, what about the other one, which is the one you're talking about? And they're like, what about what, what are you going to do with all these venues? There's, you know, how are we going to, you know, sustain? And I'm like, look, all these different cities have multiple different venues, just yeah. like Milwaukee had. And somebody was like, they feel like something like the FPC live where they're, they probably have more concert and more like the rave type events, maybe, mm-hmm. or even bigger acts or people that probably can't fill out the whole 
uh, Pfizer or something. Um, but you know, you think we got Riverside Theater, we got was it called the Milwaukee Theater, yeah. Panther Arena. There's multiple venues, but a lot of these different cities have that. Um, so uh, yeah, so back to the FPC Live, it's going to be like I said next to the Pfizer Forum, um, and it kind of has the same idea in which you said Mwanja as far as um what it offers outside of just soccer it'll be like venues but then they'll have like retail stores um things like that it looks like it'll be uh 50 million dollars um and it would have space for four thousand people in one ballroom and 800 concert goers in another room um it looks like uh, it says the two venues are expected to host more than 135 events annually, drawing around 200,000 people. Um, and just for information about them, FPC Live is a Madison-based division of Frank Productions. Um, and I'm skipping some stuff here. And yeah, so I'm c- curious to see how they work in cahoots with the Bucks. If you saw the image of it, it looks great. Yeah. Um, it'll be kind of, you know how they got the Bucks picture, uh, not the Bucks picture, but the Bucks the words outside in front of the arena where it says bucks and people take pictures, it'll be like to the left of that, um, where you, like I said, you probably see the gravel and shit where it is now. Yeah, so, um, I'm curious. They'll have the, the stores. Yeah. They'll have the stores and hopefully, cause some people were just like what the other places offer. Maybe they should add some apartments and things like that to kind of make it more chic and more urban and which yeah. I, I think they would plan to do, but I'm excited for the city. Yeah. I didn't even know too. Like, I guess I like reading comments cause you get like older people that have lived longer than me that remember more stuff common. And somebody was like, I remember when they wanted to put the Brewer stadium downtown. Oh, wow. But they were like, no, um, there's no, I, I think I forgot what they said. I think they said, there's no attraction down there. There's people aren't going to, it's going to be too big. Something they were saying. So that's why they ended up putting it over there. Um, off of a uh, fuck it. Miller Parkway. Right, I'm saying, man, <laughs> um, Miller. State Farm way. Yeah, fuck y'all, Mother Parkway over there, going um west towards Madison, but it's not far from downtown. Um, but uh, I think it would have been dope to have, and I could probably—I was telling my boyfriend—I could probably see it probably near Summerfest grounds over there, um, the baseball arena. So, Mm. um, it would have been dope, but whatever. But I'm I'm glad to see that they're continuously building up Milwaukee. I would love to see them get a WNBA team. I think it would be very supportive. Yes, yes, Um, man, that'd be dope. Yeah, I would love to see that. That'd be so dope. But yeah, ultimately, I don't think it's too much. People was like, "Is it too much?" Or is it too many venues coming? We already have. I thought about that too. Multiple venues. I'm like, I thought about that too. But when I think about other cities, there's always going to be multiple spots. Like, yeah, you have the rave. It's been there for a while. It's kind of old. You probably want to build something new in the heart of downtown. Um, yeah. Somebody may be in one venue. You have another one to be at. So, I just feel like we're going to have to keep doing this to kind of continue to build up the city. Like, yeah, um, yeah. they're building more towers. Yeah. I was reading something that was saying like by a certain decade, there's going to be way more towers than it is now. So I'm excited to, you know, talk shit about my city in addition to the books. It's great to see outside of that goddamn shooting. It's great to see um, yeah. it doing well. I, that, was, that was my only thing. Like, so Milwaukee is about 700, probably eight, almost 800,000 people um mm-hmm. in itself and i was like is are we gonna have enough people to kind of fill these venues events and stuff like that and i believe so um and you know you got people coming from you know not just milwaukee but you got the brookfield yeah, area and the mcquan area and all this stuff like that those different places even madison come um, from up north too yeah up north as well too so which is a long ways that's crazy um uh, i'm so used to just being downtown 20 minutes it, think about it, remember 
But remember when I told you when the Bucks won, when you were waiting for me and I was in the pro shop, some guy was in there buying some shit, geeked in a motherfucker, like, oh my God, I drove all the way from Minneapolis for this. Like, I never thought I'd see somebody win an NBA championship. Oh my fucking God. And that's what, like eight, nine hours? Yeah, that's Six, something yeah, like that? Five, Whatever. Yeah. It's not, it's not a short ride. No, it's not. <laughs> so, no, it's not. It's not. That's, um, a long, yeah. that's a long way. And even to, yeah, and to be fair, Minneapolis, Minneapolis, St. Paul is one of those cities that already have like they football. You know, they have a venue. That's a city that people stop in. And I was excited to see Kendrick had you know Milwaukee, the Pfizer. Yeah, I saw that. I'm too. like, great. I'm now we going. got people. Mm-hmm. Going we got people not skipping over Milwaukee, and you know they go to Chicago, Minneapolis, right. Indianapolis. Like that's Milwaukee, somewhere you should stop too. So, and I think they would love that. It'll take them. 15, 20 minutes to get from the fucking airport, do what they got to do, go to their hotel. Like everything's right there. There shouldn't be too much issue. So I think yeah. they would appreciate it. Like you said, so. most cities are like that where they can just do all that in one, in one, um, one space. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and, and I think it'd be great too. It'd be great opportunities for people to actually rent out some of these venues and stuff. Like you said, the ballroom here for F- mm-hmm. FPC. And then um, you got, there's going to be some lot of rooms and stuff. Weddings. Yeah, weddings and all that stuff like that. So it's definitely going to be dope to kind of move around a little bit. Um, so we'll see, man. I, and yeah, I that's what, but that's what the city yeah. needs. Yeah. You know, yeah. yeah. You just need stuff to do. And I think once you get people to do some stuff, maybe add something for teens, I think it will kind of help with some of their issues too. So once we kind of get back, because I feel like the city is one of those places where it had to be broken down as far as some of the old stuff, the way it used to look. Think about how the highway used to look. Yeah. Um, and if people don't know, I know I mentioned the Mar- Marquette Interchange. If you're not from Milwaukee, if you don't know what it is, it's basically just an intersection um, a highway intersection in Milwaukee where three highways meet, uh, which is I-43, which is um, like a national highway, US-41, uh, 794, which takes you like to the lake uh, area if you're going east, um, and then um, 94, which is, I believe, north and south, takes you up to Green Bay, ideally to give you like an idea of like where it goes. Um, but yeah, it just is an area where three highways meet and um, heart, in the heart of downtown and that venue Mwanje talked about is going to be like on one side of it. Yeah. So. That's it. Yeah. Just to get context. It's, yeah, it's going to um, be great. Yeah, go ahead. I say it's going to be great. It's going to be yeah. great. It's going to be a lot going on. It's good to have a lot going on. Yeah. I think if you got a lot going on, there's no reason for people to complain about any shit to do. Um, go get, and then it'll bring jobs. Get you a fucking job. That's true. For teens, they can work in these retail. It's something to do. Um, all right. Let's talk about this uh, formula shortage here in, um, I was going to say Milwaukee, Lord, the United States. Um, thoughts on this? I know you added this here. Yeah. Um, so I, I, you know, I didn't, of course I don't have any children, so I I wasn't not aware of what, um, you know, that, what this was going on and, you know, the baby formula shortage and, you know, a lot of people are like, well, just breastfeed. I'm like, that's so insensitive because a lot of people can't breastfeed. Very. Um, Yeah. So it's like, yeah, come on now. So, um, so for the week ending in May 22, uh, May, uh, 22 may 22nd the out of stock rate from baby formula rose to 70 percent nationwide um according to this data from uh data firm from data assembly it's it's a significant increase from the prior week which the baby formula stood at 45 percent and once again i have not been in the stores looking for baby formula or anybody that i'm aware of even my mm-hmm. friends that you know have children um they haven't you know made any um comments or anything like that but um, yeah, the baby formula shortages hit thirty percent um, in April. I, so I didn't know this was going on for a while, and it's just crazy how mm-hmm. this is like things are just going crazy. So um, 
So a lot of these companies um, like Abbott Nutrition's or uh, in Michigan, um, they're planning to restart a restart production um, on June 4th. And then stuff, ain't, but the stuff aren't returning back to shelves until about at least mid July. So that, that, that increase is going to happen even more. And, um, and I think we just have a real opportunity, especially from government to put some type of policy to encourage these facilities to um, increase baby formula, uh, formula uh, production. And it's just crazy. You got gas, you got baby formula. It's like, what's next? What's yeah. going to happen next? So it's like a recession uh, for real. Yeah. It's like a recession for real. It's really getting scary, you know, and then we're going to talk a little bit about, um, some other things that that occurred as well too, but what um I don't know what are, what are your thoughts on this? I'm I'm not even sure why there's even a, a, a what happened shortage. to make it even a shortage. I'm glad you asked. Um, I took it upon myself to I guess pull up something just to get an idea as to what's behind the baby formula shortage. And one of them is what you just kind of said. One of them is was well, three things that um kind of came up in this article that I pulled up. One of them is, like you said, the I think it was Abbott, which is based in Michigan, uh, which is one of like the U.S. Um, uh, vendors, I should say, of for baby formula. And they had an issue in the Michigan plant where, um, unfortunately, uh, a bacterial issue uh, and there were two infants that ended up dying from a rare infection. Um, the FDA investigated the um, Abbott and the infant formula and they dis they discovered traces of a pathogen pathogen. I don't know how to say that. <laughs> um, in a Michigan plant, like we said. Um, and a lot of those brands were recalled and they stopped making that formula. Mm. Um, and of course, recalls are common at the time that it probably happened. It, it sounded big, but at the time it probably wasn't too big. Cause like I said, recalls happen often, get another brand, get something else. Um, and then the other issue is obviously, you know, the virus coronavirus. And now you're like, well, it's kind of over. Everything is normal. But remember at the time when the virus had initially kind of got big, Everybody was going out to buy right. the formula and toilet tissue, whatever it is, you can stock up on, stock up on it. So they were buying it. So then obviously these companies started producing more. And then once the pandemic kind of toned down, it, you know, we had different levels of toned downness, if you know what I mean. But once it toned down, the companies were like, hey, we have a surplus. So they, they really stopped producing them. Um, so now we're here again where there's a shortage and people need it. So now they're trying to pump them out in addition to the one big vendor, Abbott, having an issue with the, um, the formula in the bacteria. Now we're scrambling to find some, um, lastly, which is, I don't think people really think about, um, is the U S and trade policies. Oh, yeah. Um, this is interesting here. Yeah. Um, so I guess what happened, one of the things that I, I found fascinating, um, it looks like, uh, there was a regulatory and trade policy that, um, kind of got in the way, um, when Trump was in office, um, so first of all, I would just say this: some of the people, some of these other countries have, um, their own formula. I think they said even in Europe, their formula can, can, can kind of consider better, can consider to be better because they don't have, um, you know, high levels of fructose and mm -hmm. sugar in it or whatever. And they, they more so regulated to make sure it does have more lactose than some of the other shit in there that America acts like they care about with FDA, but it's like, whatever. Um, and then Canada being one of the biggest, our trade people and, and biggest vendors of baby formula, they stopped, uh, the, one of the trade policies kind of put a halt to that. Um, so now people can't even really look to get stuff overseas. And I know people were saying change your Amazon to Canada and then you can get the formula from there too. Um, 
So basically what happened was um, under President Trump, uh, U.S. entered a new North American trade agreement that actively discourages formula imports from our largest trading partner, Canada. Like I just said, Crazy. Um, America's formula policy warps the industry in one more way. The Department of Agriculture has a special group called WIC, as we know, um, in short for um, Special Supplemental of Nutrition Program for Women, Infants and Children. Um, and it provides a variety of services for pregnant and breastfeeding women, in which a lot of people see in these different cities um, and their young children. Um, it's, the, it's the largest purchaser of infant for formula in the United States. Um, and it awards contracts to a small number of the approved formula company country companies. Um, and then as a result, the U.S. baby formula industry is minuscule by design. Um, so as of 2011, um, an analysis showed that the USDA reported that three companies accounted for practically practically all U.S. formula sales. Wow. And like you said, Abbott was it Mead, Med, Johnson and Gerber. Um, now the Biden administration is trying to focus on expanding the domestic manufacturing of formula to meet families needs. Um, but the biggest the bigger problem is, again, like I said, the trade policy um, and it kind of goes back and forth. Um, some people feel like if we could just create a keep going with the fucking trade policies and don't don't try to just make it a domestic thing because you're going to run into an issue where one of these factories are contaminated. Um, right. and there's no formula here. And then now we can't borrow or get something from some other country because of a fucking policy. So some people feel like open the policies back up. Um, and then too, like people were trying to order, they said like from, you know, London and Europe, but then once they get to the goddamn, um, borders, people, they're going to look at it. And if it don't meet the, the policies here, then you're not going to get your shit. Silly. So a lot of stuff really goes beyond just what we think about in the United States. It, everything literally goes down to policy, policy regulations, politics, yeah. uh, the constitution and politics, all this type of stuff, um, which will kind of get into another political, what can turn into a political issue as well at the end of the day. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much what I researched there. Um, it's deeper than just a, a formula, a formula shortage. There's three reasons. And the bigger one, crazily enough is, uh, politics and the trade clause. So yeah, policies, um, Canada, uh, like, yeah, motherfuckers. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Hey, we got it over here. Hey, you know, and then, you know, Drake, bring it over here, man. <laughs> Dang. Come on, bro. You got, don't you got mm -hmm. go ahead and just bring some can, you know, cross the border, you know, Drake, you know, you can do it. But um, no, but all seriousness, though, you have to understand how politics and policy is, as Reese just so eloquently uh, stated, that um, plays a role. Now it's playing a role in your baby's future. So you mean to tell me that um, these politicians care about the don't don't care about the baby before it's born but then after it's born it's like eh, everybody mm -hmm. for yourself like you know these are your politicians your politicians are telling you that we are not going to trade with another country that has enough to provide to us because mm -hmm. of money because economically you will be we will have to pay money to have them ship it here and then they'll get their cut and all this stuff like that and then tax tax or they don't meet the fda guidelines mm -hmm. and then um and then they don't want we don't want to pay them for um for the formula and um just because you know we want to keep jobs here which is great but if we're not handling our business mm. we need to go somewhere else we have to the world is too big for us not to um not yeah. to get it right you know what i mean so so yeah it's it's, it's very strange. now you got somebody in the michigan plant fucking it up right because they knew in the <laughs> boy if you don't call canada tell them shit, right. give them some goddamn money and shake the hand at least tell us what the what the fuck. thing is all right this is what y'all do is three cups three cups of breast milk um and then you know cambodian breast milk that. 
Camp. All right. Anyway. <laughs> too far? Sorry. Shout out to the Cambodian What is wrong with your breast? <laughs> <laughs> they, had <to> get, anyway. <laughs> they had to get Cambodian breast milk, according to Diddy. Yeah. And back to you, what you said initially at the beginning, you motherfuckers talking about, oh, just breastfeed, just breastfeed. Like I yeah. said, we don't have any kids, but I see so many women and I learn from so many friends and stuff I see on the internet, people struggling with that. The baby don't want to, what they call it, clamp own. on. Yeah. It hurt. They fucking nipples are fucking splicing. I actually saw a little uh, nipple sucking tool. I'm like, oh, that's convenient. And people's like, I wish I knew this when I had a baby or this was out. It was basically oh. a nipple for it. It fit around the titty and then it's like oh. a nipple, like a baby sucking milk. So they was like, oh, this is dope. so much easier. So so much stuff they're creating, Smart. but it's not e- easy. Women got to go to work. You need to pump. I heard that shit is a lot. Then you'll you be pumping. You be, I remember I was in sixth grade. My teacher was leaking through her white shirt. I'm like, we was a kid. We laughed. I'm like, what's that? But she nodded. I'm grown. I'm like, oh, oh she, she just had her baby and her, her nipples was leaking. So mm-hmm. it's so much that goes into being a woman. And wow. I, I've seen some ignorant people on my Facebook say stupid shit. Like some dude made a status that he shared somebody's status that said something about y'all y'all get so offended when when people just tell y'all just to breastfeed just why and some dude shared it like yeah like it wasn't even about uh it was just i'm just concerned about my baby i'm not even worried about my baby or something dumb i'm like excuse me the milk comes from her body you idiot Mm. and then like everybody in the comments educated him yeah i know but there's no but to that conversation you just saying shit because all you know is, oh, it's healthier for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know the science behind we make the milk for that reason, but it's hard. Some women can't even breastfeed. Right. So what is you saying? And I'm like, men be having so much to comment and say about, I just care about my baby. Well, guess what, motherfucker? Guess where the milk come from? My titty. So care about me too, bitch. Right. Anyway. Yeah, it's so silly. Not me, but I'm speaking for some of these women with these issues. But, um... It frustrated me reading that shit. Like, it's just, women, there's just so much stuff you got to deal with with our bodies. And it's just like, motherfucker sit there and share an ignorant ass status like that. Like, yeah, like, why y'all so mad for it? Just bre- like, get the fuck out of here. Scram. But, um, Scram. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's talk about Texas. Unfortunately, we have another shooting um, in Uvalde, Texas here, just um, west uh, or maybe a little northwest or west of Houston, maybe west of San Antonio. Um, let me pull up my map to make sure. But yeah, man, another shooting. What you got, Moanja? I know you. <sighs> yes, yeah, it's, it's tough, man. Um, to even want to talk about this, uh, because uh, when I found out about it the next day, going to school, it was just kind of tough. Um, just being, you know, being a teacher, and it's like, what do you do as a teacher? So I believe, I mean, and 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 as a count. Um, and as a count, I believe it was 21 killed in um, in yeah. this. And, and there's just so many things that occurred during this. And I'm just going to go off the top of my brain here. I, I, I don't have an article to pull up. So uh, please correct me if my facts are, are incorrect. Um, however, um, as I said, um, 21 killed in the school shooting. Um, there were some issues with the with the police and their time frame as far as um, coming in and actually um, taking care of the issue um, of the shooting. Um, I have been hearing that some officers or, or, or most um, kind of waited like a while uh, for them to actually go inside and, and prevent. And they had some parents um, on the ground that's want to go in and try to take care of the matter themselves. And it, it it's ridiculous from what I'm hearing. But I think the most egregious thing, and I just want to skip past over this. Uh, I think we posted this clip in our Merzik um, group chat. 
And um, <laughs> this was Abbott, your governor, um, Abbott, mm-hmm. uh, saying thing, saying something that it could have been worse. And I terrible. think that is just the most terrible thing you could say during this time frame. It could have been worse. It was worse. One child getting killed, one teacher getting killed is worse. That's that's the worst thing that could happen. But it could have been worse. Terrible. And I and like I told y'all in the chat, I was like, he just need to walk away from here. Um, but I'm just saying, he do he do need to walk away. It's it's ridiculous. It's 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 yeah. I know, I know he can't, but he do. But that's how. But that's how. That's how it. When I'm saying how ignorant, how ignorant. What I'm saying is how ignorant he just said it. You know what I'm saying? Like that. Like for me, that's like me telling him. Like you know, you know what I'm saying. That's what I was getting at. Like that's like me telling him. Uh, you know, you 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 can't. You, you should walk. You should walk. And like we know that he can't. But you're telling me that it's worse. It, it could have been worse. Like that's yeah. how ignorant. Okay, I'll give you that. Uh, um, that that the take my no, no. back. <laughs> um, but that's that was the point I was getting at in the thing, but. Yeah, it's I don't know. Recent, you're you're in te- you're in Texas. Um, you're not in um in Uvalde, Texas. But what is the the feeling? What is the what is what is going on down there uh, at this present moment? I don't know. I really haven't seen much here because uh, Uvalde to correct myself. Correct myself is actually I said it was west of uh, San Antonio. I don't know why I thought it was a little bit more north of Houston. I get or t- yeah, Houston. I don't know. But yeah, it's, it's a little. Slightly southwest of Houston, um, but San Antonio is just west of San Antonio out there, um, about five, six hours away from Houston, almost six. But um, honestly, I haven't really seen much here. The only thing that I did see, I think I may have mentioned it earlier. I don't know if we were recording yet, but um, uh, the NRA convention was just here in Houston, I think a day or so after that. And they were saying no guns were allowed in the convention. So Mm -hmm. the gun group, there's no guns allowed here, but you want to sit up here on stage and talk about, um, I think Trump, I seen something where he was talking, um, about, we need to, um, basically make fucking school like prison. We need metal detectors. We need this, we need that. It's like, I don't want to send my kids to school to learn where they got to go through metal detectors and this and that. Like we need some type of gun reform. Like this is just insane. Um, and just even outside of that, knowing a little bit more about, uh, what was behind the police officers holding the parents back from going into the school. And I even heard that some of the officers went in and got their goddamn kids um, and ran out. I think I seen on Facebook, it popped up when I opened my app earlier today that the real hero was uh, one of the parents. He was like at the barbershop or something. He was somewhere and his, I think his wife was a teacher or something. And she just texted him like, there's a shooting at the school, you know, I love you type shit, whatever. So he hopped in his shit, put, grabbed his gun, went up to the school um, I think he may have gotten there when the police were kind of going in and grabbing their kids or whatever, but then they were stopping everybody else. So he went in there, got his kids, but he went back or kid and got, went back with the shit and start, you know, busting doors down, getting people to fuck up out of there. And I, he, I don't know if he was the one that shot the shooter. I don't know. But yeah, he was like, he was about that shit, shit that police, police officers should have been doing. Right. And it's like, how, not how dare you, but obviously that's a parental instinct to go get your shit. Oh, but exactly. how dare you stop somebody else from going to get their kids? Like, that's just a disaster. Um, I even seen some little girl said she smeared herself in blood, her a classmate's blood um, to play dead. Um, yeah, another little boy was on like, I think ABC 13 or one of them site or news stations just recalling his experience saying that um, I guess the, uh, the officers would text. I guess, you know, they were texting their parents saying, oh, you know, whatever, we in trouble. So 
I guess they, the officers was telling them just to make a noise or scream to say you okay. But the dude was shooting anybody that made a fucking noise. So it's like, and then I think the time frame that people were in, that he was in there with these kids as the officers stood outside and did nothing. And it's like, that's a fucking disaster. Um, and not to make it funny or not funny, but not to just, just to throw a little lightheartedness on it. I think I seen, uh, I think I seen, um, Abbott on stage with his Lieutenant governor and so whoever the fuck them motherfuckers is on the panel that look like KKK members, mm-hmm. um, not KKK, but you know, like, you know, oh, you're right. You know, my word here. Okay. Um, oops. Yeah. They look like, um, what's, what's the word I tweeted on Twitter. They look like, um, uh, damn, I started to see anyway. Names. Um, they, yeah. Oh, <laughs> it's okay, right. but yeah, they, they they look corrupt. That's the oh, word. Corrupt. Yeah, they look corrupt. They corrupt damn selves. But uh, Beto, which a lot of people know, yeah, they, you know Beto, he ran for governor of Texas, didn't win a couple years ago. Um, but yeah, he went up there and walked up to their stage, walked up to their shit. Like, you know, you're this is some basically. I don't know what he was saying because you couldn't really hear him, but basically was saying this is some bullshit. Like, this needs to be fixed. You know, because I think Abbott had just got done speaking and he was going to let the lieutenant governor talk. He passed the mic to him, and lieutenant governor was getting his shit together with the mic. And he's like, "You're out of line. You're out of line." So it wasn't funny, but I because on the shade room video you couldn't see the the person that was talking, but I looked it up on YouTube because somebody was like, "This why they got this man in a walker gonna stand up and start talking shit." Mm. <laughs> So on the YouTube video, he literally got up from his walker. It was like, and that's the one I kept saying, you're out of line. You're out of line. You, you ought to be a sick son of a bitch to bring your ass up here and bring up this political bullshit. And I'm like, what type of politician, political event, do all this cussing and fussing? Right. Right. But let that be anybody else. They'll look like a damn fool. They're a disgrace. I'm sorry. And then I must have been, I must have been on the wrong YouTube page, but the comments, I'm thinking people was going to be like, yeah, Beto, you tell them. They in the comments like, Beto is an embarrassment. You're embarrassing yourself. This 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 makes uh, us all should want to vote for uh, Abbott again. I'm like, excuse Abbott me? Abbott again? Yeah, they feel yeah. like be- just because he got up there, it's an embarrassment. You're an embarrassment and you and they they really do feel like he was using it as a political tactic, but it's like all this. And somebody said what I was thinking. All this is political. Fix all of it's it. political. Yeah, all of it's political. What do you mean? I just say this: if it had been all white kids in that school, I don't know. I don't know because Sandy Hook. Sand, yeah, they, I mean, we there's not there's not nothing been examples. changed. Nothing has been changed, and I feel like every president there is a school shooting. Yeah. Every president. And I think I said this. I think I said this last episode we recorded, we were talking about um, the Milwaukee shooting, what happened in Deer District, but that's when Buffalo had just happened. So we never really talked about Buffalo. But number one, don't forget about Buffalo because mm-hmm. it was black people. A lot of them were yep. elders, unfortunately, to know that you lived this whole life, life going through racism and all this shit and segregation and to be killed at a fucking grocery the store grocery or whatever. Store. And Buffalo was insane. And I heard a little bit about that, like dog was meeting with somebody that used to be an ex FBI agent, a police officer. And he was telling him what he would do like crazy ass shit. But anyway, I think I said it that episode where I was like, unfortunately, I don't think this is going to end. And I was like, and now it's like, this is happening yeah. again. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't want to say I'm numb to it, but it's like, it's when is this going to get better? It's like scary. You can't even go to the fucking grocery store. Like I went to home Depot this morning. I walked in there like, damn, this is not a store that I act I didn't know I frequent all the time, <laughs> but it's like, I, I go to the grocery I'm, store looking around, trying to be on my P's and Q's, but you don't, man, you try not to think yeah. that, but it's like, you never know these days. I'd be it's looking crazy. for exits of strategies. Like I'm going to run here. This is what I'm going to do. Yeah. I get, if I, if this happens, I need to do this and I need to have my back towards the wall. Bro. It's crazy. And that's what Trump, that's what he said too. Talking about some, uh, we need to have schools or we need to have these places just with one exit and one entrance. Why the fuck do we, one, 
No, it's, it's not gonna be you're one idiot. entrance. You're idiot. How are we all gonna get out one entrance if some like no? Yeah. They can come through one inch. Like it, sh- it should be the same as it always been. At certain times at school, you come through. You should be able to get in every door, but at a certain time, you can only come through one door. Right. Which because you shouldn't have these stupid ass issues. You just shouldn't. Yeah, no. And dude, and this, they say he was at high issue. school or something at the yeah. Uvalde High School, but decided to come to the fucking elementary school. Like, I, it's just yeah. too much stupid yeah. ass shit. And and and, and so. I'm not to not to give him any leeway or anything like that for what he did. Him meaning the shooter. But he was 18 as well, too. Ain't no way that an 18-year-old should have a gun. Ain't no way. You are still a kid mm-hmm. at 18 years old. You don't have control over your Adults don't have control over their emotions. So you know this 18-year-old kid that, quote-unquote, has been bullied, um, has control over their emotions. But it's ridiculous. Abbott, Abbott needs to be, he needs to be um, hung by his legs because it's 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 a shame how, you created all these bills. We were just talking about those bills about the whole, um, you know, being able to get by a handgun without a permit. You don't need an AKA. You don't need an AK-47. You don't need an M-16. You don't need those type of guns. I don't understand why we have those guns. A lot of people to get those type of guns. You know, so it's it's just ridiculous. Yeah. It's crazy. And, and yeah. Yeah. And there's even some of these other countries that have. That's not like, you know, some of these communist nations or what America air quotes claims they don't want to be like as far as, you know, not having air quotes, freedom of speech and, and not being able to carry guns. There's com- countries that's p- fairly similar to America, believing that you should be able to have weapons and bear your own arms. But there's different policies, different mm-hmm. st- types of situations that they have to go through to make sure that they qualify for the gun. Or there's some countries that, be, like you just said, there's no need for you to have a fucking AK-47. What do you need it for? But you, you can have a pistol it. or something to keep protect you. But you don't need none of that big heavy ass machine gun shit. But a lot of it to me goes into capitalism. All that yeah. shit breathes in money. Yeah. It breathes into the prison system. It puts people in prison. Remember, we talked about years ago. It was certain situations they was assuming or you know, alleging that some of these um police departments and you know, government, whatever, dro- was dropping guns off in certain neighborhoods on purpose, leaving them in trash cans or somewhere for people to pick them up, or it can be in cahoots with um some of these different um manufacturers, smaller yeah. organizations. Yeah. So yeah, it's fucked up, but um, rest in peace to those children and teachers Ooh. that passed away, and hopefully uh, something is resolved. But I even saw a guy, um, a husband, I think his wife was a teacher, died in the shooting, and he had a heart attack. Yeah. Died. Yeah. And they left yeah, behind like four kids. Grief. Yeah. So it's it's just fucked up, and it just should not be happening, bro. Like, kids should be able to go to school and fucking learn. So. Uh, listeners, let us know if you have anything to tell us about what we talked about today. Um, if you have any comments, um, like I said before, hit us at ybopodcast at gmail.com or go to ybopod.com. We do have a information box there. You can write us and let us know your thoughts about anything today. All right, let's move on to a random shit of the week slash weekly revelations. Got any flowers for this week? Yeah, I just want to give a quick shout out to, uh, SEMA Sunflower Organics, um, they are uh, she Seema, um, the owner. She is a big, big fan of the show. I think she did big see Seema. Um, the she um. So her mom. So every Tuesday, my students we go to uh, no studios, uh, to um um have class. Y'all take like school bus or something? No, that's parents just drop them off there. Drop them off, then pick them up there. Yeah, we don't oh, do. Okay. Yeah, we don't do busing yet. We will um, next year, but um, so we don't do that. We don't you know, do that. We don't talk shit. about <laughs> But um, 
So her mom. What if you had to drive to like the little bus, like on? <laughs> what if I had to drive the bus? You know, like on. Um, no, I mean, I, I really do mean the smaller bus, the little bus, like because you don't have that. You don't have like a whole fat ass classroom. No, no. So what if it was like a small bus? Like I wouldn't. <laughs> could you imagine driving? The bus? Yeah, I can imagine driving a bus. Period. I couldn't do that. No seatbelt. I mean, like either. you the teacher and you got to like you had to. Yeah, do that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, Mr. Thompson, what's this do? Right. Open the door. Sit your ass. Right. Had to figure out right. how to put the gas in the back of the thing. Like, what's our gas? Like, what? Why is gas a thousand dollars? But um, it's it, so. Here's <laughs> your personal card, Mr. Thompson. <laughs> right. So wait a minute. This is we gotta talk to the board, right? Um, but it it um. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, she her so her mom is the like whole security at the uh in those studios and uh she had these candles one day and I'm like these candles are fire what's going on like what are these these some sunflower candles and they just they, the smell is so strong in a good way that it just permeates the room it just smells so good like the, the if you got a, like the smell you're trying to cover up or trying to get rid of light one of these candles and that smell is gone easily or you just want to relax and all that stuff like that throw mm. on one of those candles um and so I just want to give a shout out to her. She listens to the podcast. She's been listening to the podcast for a very long time. And um, so shout out to her. And uh, thank you for all the candles you've given me, too. And, uh, you know, that beard oil be smelling great. So kudos and shout outs to well, my Sina. candles. Oh, right, right, right. I'm going to tell her. Like, I'm going to tell her, though. I'm tell, she probably she probably like, just let me know where, where she stay at. Like, you got to talk to her because, you know, I, I don't know nothing about nothing about Texas. Um but yeah, but she said too, she's like, y'all cold because she didn't realize that y'all were gone. Like the way the sound quality be listening. She did not know that we'd be gone. Oh wow. Um, or she or she'd be forgetting. Uh, so yeah, shout out to uh we do what we do. You know, you know. It's the quality for me. Quality for me. <laughs> Put that to the title stuff. It's, it's the quality for me. Add that to the title list. Um, my flowers this week are gonna go to uh 61st Street. It is a show on AMC. Um, I watched it on AMC Plus. I kept seeing it as an ad pop up on like Facebook and stuff. So I'm like, why well, keep saying Angela Bassett's husband? Um, so I figured it'd be good because I'm like, Courtney in there is gonna be good. So I kind of um I went and got the trial. AMC Plus has a trial um for a week. Um it's only eight episodes. I think technically the newest episode just came out today. Um, but I didn't realize it was actually on just regular AMC. So if you have a regular TV provider, you can actually just log onto your account and watch it, or if you have demand or something. But the thing about AMC Plus is they have a um <laughs> AMC, yeah, AMC Plus has a um <laughs> grow up, bro. <laughs> AMC Plus has uh perks where you can actually uh skip the commercials. Um, no ads, all the little shit like that, and you can actually get um easy access or um quick access to the episodes or whatever if they haven't even been released yet, which is dope. Like I said, I guess technically the the finale of the most recent episode came out today, um, but I watched it two days ago. But yeah, um, brief synopsis on the show. I just want to give you some high insight on the app itself or the channel, the the network. But um, basically, not unfortunately, but unfortunately, just you know, kind of the some of the shit we've been going through today as far as police brutality and. Um, corrupt cops um, based in Chicago situation where um, young guy kind of gets in trouble. Mm. Um, but he's a good student. He's a track star. Got in trouble. Um, guy, I'm, I didn't, I'm not going to tell a synopsis of how it went down, but it, it hits you quick. It kind of gives you a, a synopsis of the people real quick. But it, right when it, right before the episode ended, it's going to have you like, God damn, because you're going to be like, damn, I'm tired of this. But it's going to keep you going because it's going to make you so mad. Um, but yeah, it's a situation that happens where a young guy gets in trouble, but he's actually a good kid and everything kind of crumbles and goes up and down from there 
Um, like I said, Angela Bassett's husband, I think his name is Courtney Vance. Um, yeah, Courtney he plays Vance. a attorney. He looks like he looks like Johnny Cochran, Cochran in there. Um, uh, but he has his own personal issues. Um, and his wife, which is which is why I actually was like, fucking, I'm gonna watch it. Um, Ajane Ellis, which is uh she played um Will Smith's wife or Serena's mom in uh the movie, and she did a hell of a job as uh um, the Clark sisters, mama, um, mm-hmm. in that and movie she's, too. In and she's always I, been a good, great um, yeah. actress. Yeah, she did. She does. Great yeah. Work. She, she always, she always does a great job. She's amazing. So that, that's what really like, okay, if she picked this to do, then it's going to be fire. Um, so it was good. I thoroughly enjoyed it. It's about, like I said, eight episodes, just get the trial. So you can just skip all the fucking commercials. The commercials like five minutes long. It was ridiculous. <laughs> um, <laughs> get the trial, so we, you'll finish it. Yeah. You'll finish it super quick. It was good. It's, it's a story, a nice little storyline. I could say more, but I want y'all to kind of watch it because I feel like I'll tell you everything, but you got to just kind of watch it. So please check it out. It's really good. Um, and I think it was a season finale. So uh, yeah, I'm assuming they got a next season coming. Um, and lastly, CRXGG, um, it might be Crux GG. I don't know. But basically it's a black owned like, um, like cooking company. Like they got like products like the griddle and air fryer and um pans and pots and shit um so i had to go to their website to get information to see like where they came from so it looks like two groups uh, collaborated um looks like crux which was a bro- which is a bronx based culinary collective um gastro ghetto gastro um they make kitchen essentials um so I was in, I'm in like all these different groups on Facebook. That's pretty much why I really go in there and they pop up on my regular timeline. So I'll be scrolling and be like, Hmm. So some guy posted the griddle that they have. And I already had a griddle that I had from years ago, but I don't use it no more. Cause it's old, oh. but this one was, it's very pretty. It's like red and it's just cute. It's very modern. So they actually have these products at target. Um, target had an amazing sale. Um, I'm assuming it was from, no, it was before Memorial Day because I saw people, I went to TikTok to see what they were saying and people been using it. But yeah, the griddle was uh, originally like $120, but it's on sale for $47.99. Um, I bought the waffle maker too. Um, it was $20. They actually sent, I just picked that up from my mailbox the other day because they had to ship it to me. Um, they have an air fryer. They have a smaller one and a bigger one, the two basket one, but I already have two fucking air fryers. So I was like, I don't want to waste my money, but I think you can get the big one for like 60 bucks. So um, support black people, support black, black, black brands. Um, I used the griddle. I made some pancakes and um, some turkey bacon and some eggs. And it was great. It was amazing. So oh. if you're looking to just get some new culinary products, um, check them out before they are sold out. Sold at Target. Very convenient. Um, any any app, any store you shop at, I encourage you to do this anyway. But Target has an ama- amazing app system where you can check their inventory um, see what yes. they have and they'll let you know and then you can always get it shipped to you as well too and they're very quick with shipping i ordered that waffle maker maybe maybe i got it in two days um, and i didn't dope. need it conveniently it was just it was That's just 20 dollars. so yes, it was on yeah. sale and it, it was originally 50 49.99 is 20 bucks so um support them like Mwanja, you can tell you very chic and modern yeah. stuff um i the, like the, the wagon red so. is nice yeah the wagon red is nice yeah, yeah i had got the, the black fryer. one though it's a black air fryer i'm about to get not black. That's what I said. Get the they got fire. the two basket one. Yeah, they got the two because I was gonna get it, but I I got literally a big one just like that. Like from Target. Too, then I got the one that I originally had. Yeah, I said yeah, get it. Like, let me know how I've seen people talk about <laughs> it on TikTok. That's wild. No, but um, I got the griddle. It's amazing. I like it. it. Just I just like the design. It's very chic and it's very black. And just to know one of the dudes call itself Ghetto Gastro. I love it. I see that. Yeah, <laughs> so, I see that. Amazing. I'm about to do that. 
You know? Yeah, I think it looks like I said, if you go to their website, it looks like they both collaborated. So, and they look black, black too. I like you, like black, like us, like super cool. Yeah. So, yeah. Dope, dope. Oh, dope, they got dope. a small, oh, they do have the, um, you said, you you did say they had the black one, right? The black one, the black and red. Yeah, they got the, it's kind of like a grayish, yeah, but like a gray, black and red. Smoke. They got the white yeah. and red. No, no, they got two. They got the smoke grill, mm-hmm. and then the, the indoor grill, then they have a griddle. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. I already have a, I have, I have an indoor, that's why I was telling you joking earlier when you was on the phone. I actually have an indoor grill, but it's by Power XL that I got from Kohl's when I first moved here because it was on sale. Um, same type of vibe. Then I had got the air fryer recently, but I, I don't know. might do this. It might, it might be dope. Do it. It's a it's a great, it's a great sale. And then I think they had another if you go on the app, they had like another five percent off for maybe Memorial Day, something else. But it's a very good deal. Like, do it. It's for that type of that's air fryer. Grill. That's the, dope. Indoor grill. Yeah, yeah, because I have an indoor grill. It's yeah, you got the lid, you put it on top, like it's dope. I haven't really used it a lot because I use my um air fryer more so, but I put some wings on it the first time I bought it. But that is literally the same thing as that type type of thing. So do it, you'll like it. Let me know. We can do a review on it too. Um, but yeah, that's all I pretty much have, guys. Go get that stuff before it's sold out. Apparently, this has been going on for months. I was on TikTok, like, oh, I shop at Target fairly often. Um not often, but often enough to should be able to see this shit. So. Target does a great job no. of black, um, black owned stuff. They do a really great job. They do. They do. Really They're amazing. Job. Yeah. So shout out to them. Get you, get your sale on. Um, all right, guys. Look at you ordering a shit. Let's pause. Someone watch you can order his. Oh, you see, you can see it on my glasses. No, I can just see the way you're looking. Oh, yeah, um, do know. they have it in stock in Milwaukee? Uh, I don't. I didn't look and see. I was. That's what I was going to go to next. But I saw them in uh. William uh, Sonoma. So I was like, oh, yeah, so that's actually who they partner with to get it, I guess, get it up there. But go to Target um, to get the real discounts because William Sonoma, they have they have a toaster available too. Um, the toaster was like ten dollars. So they have a lot of stuff that you can get. It's out of stock here now. This shit going like hotcakes. Let me see. Uh, No pun intended. They got a griddle maker. So they have it in Wabatosa, Waukesha. Okay. Cold and it's gonna get further out, Lake Geneva, Kohler. But yeah, they got it in Wabatosa. Yeah, that in Menominee Falls. That'd be my that'll be my closest uh, target, I think. Yeah, it would be my closest target. No, I just order it and go do curbside. Oh yeah, have them. I mean, their curbside is amazing. As soon as you get there, they damn near bring your shit out. It ain't like Walmart that take for fucking ever. But yeah, do drive up and they'll tell you when it's ready. Go pick it up. How does this girl look? Damn, is it on sale still? Why I say one nineteen? Hold on, what did this? Oh, I do. I see it right here. Extra fifty. You gotta put. Yeah, yeah you gotta put the code in, which kind of annoying. Oh, that's nice. Wait, is it not on sale no more? Saving extra ten percent. I still see it. Oh, it's supposed I'm to be cheaper than this. Too. I don't see the grill on sale. Extra ten percent. I want the regular. Let me put the toaster in here. Let's see. No. When per- purchased online, uh, uh-uh, it's giving me that regular price. I don't like that. Well, I'm pretty much done, but um, oh. y'all go look it up and see if it pop up for y'all. Give me so much to. Oh uh, nope, see the waffle maker went back to forty nine ninety nine. They got me fucked up. Well, anyway, uh, take advantage and uh, without it, you know, we don't always need a discount to support our people. <laughs> go right. get you a. Uh, Gonna get you some black shit. All right, let's move on to dating relationships and sex for you nasty motherfuckers. Well, you got there, bud. Um, we got something interesting. This is this is a uh, 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 submitted fan submitted 
uh, dating and relationship letter. It's the monotone for me. Yeah. So let's go ahead. I got to get my baby face on for this one. So, uh, or Keith Sweat. So you're listening to the Heartbreak Hotel. Um, so it says, hey, YBO, I love your show and I'm such a big fan. I never thought I would be sending in a blueberry letter, but here it is. My girlfriend and her family are something else. It's been two years since we've been dating and I have not been able to establish a relationship uh, with her parents yet. Uh, with her parents yet. However, her brother and I are real cool and my girlfriend doesn't seem to like our relationship. She mentions it, mentions that her brother and her have not had the best relationship in the past and they are still healing over uh, healing over some past trauma. And she wants uh, she wants me to not have that much contact or a relationship with him. My issue is that I don't have any I don't have any past trauma with him and he's super cool compared to the rest of the family. He tells my girlfriend thing, my girlfriend things like you better keep him. He's super cool and he balanced you out. Uh, he says that I'm the yin to her yang. Just the other day, we were all out together having dinner and her brother asked me, when are we going to get married? Because he would love to have another brother in the family. This took my girlfriend over the edge. So, so much so that I had to almost separate them because a fight was going to ensue. That's funny. Uh, I asked the brother to take it easy, but he kept going. Uh, he kept going, saying, going on, saying things like, we, uh, no, nah, we are family. We should be able to air out our differences, but we pretend like nothing is normal and I'm sick of it. Now my girlfriend isn't talking to me. Her parents hate me more because they believe I caused the argument. The brother and I are still cool, but what should I do? I love my girlfriend, but this family is crazy. Sign the cool boyfriend. Mm, hold on, let me catch up. The cool boyfriend. That's funny. What should mm. he do? Oh. Mm. <laughs> her parents hate me because they believe I caused this argument <sighs> mm. I love my girlfriend but this family is crazy sign the cool boyfriend um yeah um it's tough I think it's hard that um she didn't she doesn't really have a good relationship with him but for you to come in uh, uh what's the person's name the cool you the cool boyfriend for you to come in and um have some type of connection with the brother and y'all cool or whatever i think that kind of says a lot um as far as like okay whatever their past trauma is i don't i don't know what that means uh, so it's kind of hard to say, but if it's something kind of like y'all just didn't get along growing up, or y'all don't really know each other like that because y'all grown. Like, I don't know. Um, <clears throat> I don't want to go too far. <clears throat> Excuse me. Hold on. <laughs> All right now. That's what I get for trying to take a, a eating break. But anyway, um, what you eat? I just had a banana, but I was going to get these little chips and dip. <laughs> you so childish. <laughs> 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 but um. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I just I'm immature. I just it just sounds like a lot is going on over there, and I 
Yeah, it I is. I just feel like if you don't maybe assess your relationship with her. Um, do you notice some of the trauma coming? Like, because she has that. If she has that relationship with the boyfriend, how's your with the brother? Excuse me. How's your relationship with her? And does it seem like a pattern coming from her? Like, not to blame it on her. Like, why mm. they have a bit? Like, is it a pattern? Um, because I guess for me, at the end of the day, I'm just thinking to not to get even in the business. I feel like if you have a good relationship with somebody, cool. But if the parents don't like you. And it depends on her relationship with the parents and how close y'all always going to be all the time. It's just not going to work. It's just not going to work as far as family events. And I think it'll be hard to kind of bring somebody up in that type of environment as far as kids. But it could be a situation where the grandparents maybe start to be nicer if kids come. But you don't want to take that That risk risk, or gamble. And I just think it it just just so much. Like a fight ensued just because the brother was just like, Y'all, y'all good together with the marriage bells. Like, why you so? Why is it so angry? Like, what's what's the problem? So, yeah, does she just not want his opinion? What did he do to her? That's what I want to know. Why you so mad? Yeah, I think uh, without that information, I think a lot of stuff is kind of missing. But of course, you don't want to put everybody's business out there. I understand that. But um, if yeah, like you mm-hmm. said, if if it's so much uh, trauma there, how do you? Your job is not to fix the trauma, yeah. right? You're you're coming in outside looking in. You're yeah. coming into this family. You're trying to create your own family, um, and you're trying to do deal with all this this going on. It's like it's just too much, and it's been two years, and you haven't established a, a decent relationship with the parents. It's like mm, as you said, you know, it's going to be very difficult to have, um, you know, family relationships and uh, you know, uh, holidays and all this stuff like that. Like you don't want to go over there. But you want to go over there to see the brother because the brother's cool. And it's like, then the brother, the sister don't like the brother and all this. And it's just a big mess. So, um, yeah, you just got to be, you got to really, if your relationship with your girlfriend is solid, which it doesn't seem like it because the girlfriend isn't talking to you. But if your girl, if your relationship um, with your girlfriend is in solid, is, is solid, then you might be able to make it. But if it's not solid and, you know, if the parents are, manipulative or the parents are trying to get involved in your relationship and they're blaming you for something that you have no control over, which is the argument between the brother and sister. Um, then, uh, yeah, it's something, it's something not right about this is, is family. And, um, yeah, you may have to take that hard step and just reevaluate and say, bruh, it might be time. So, I forgot my mic was muted, but we got John on the line. Hey. Um, John, we have a, uh, it's not the Anon, but it's like a listener letter. I'm sorry, are you are you busy? <laughs> no, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, um, Wanjay, uh, do you want to go ahead and read this letter? Yeah, I'll read it here. Um, less monotone is this time because the guy is on the phone. But it says, hey, YBO, I love your show and I'm such a big fan. I never thought I would be sending in a blueberry letter in quotations but here it is my girlfriend and her family are something else it's been two years since we have been dating and i have not been able to establish a relationship with her family or parents yet however her brother and i are real cool and my girlfriend doesn't like our relationship she mentions that her boy uh her boyfriend her brother and her and her have not had the best relationship in the past and they are still healing over some trauma and she wants to and she wants me to not have much contact with him my issue is that I don't have any past trauma with him and he's been a super cool compared to the rest of the family. He tells my girlfriend things like you better keep him. He's super cool. And uh, he he balances he balances you out. 
And I'm the he says that I'm the yin to her yang. Just the other day, we were all out. We were all um, out together having dinner. And her brother asked, when are we going to get married? Because he would love to have another brother in the family. This took my girlfriend over the edge and so much so that I had to almost separate them because a fight was going to ensue. I asked the brother to take it easy, but he kept going. Uh, he kept going on saying things like, no, nah, we are family. We should be able to air our air out our differences. And but we pretend like everything is normal and I'm sick of it. Now, my girlfriend isn't talking to me. Her parents hate me more because they believe I caused the argument. The brother and I are still cool, but what should I do? I love my girlfriend, but this family is crazy. Sign the cool boyfriend. What are your thoughts? Wow. <laughs> I don't know. Like, that's <laughs> right. It's not making no sense. It's like, I get, like, I get it, but like, that's, they just went overboard with the whole reaction and then like for for the family to blame him even though he didn't even ask the question or even bring it bring the topic up i'm just like baffled as to their reaction mm. but um i guess the suggestion would be to just to try to i guess just try to talk it out and explain i guess explain what happened or just explain the situation would you still want to be possible. yeah would you still want to like be a part of this family still I don't know. I, that that really just depends on um, his connection to the girlfriend. But yeah, I, I would probably. I mean, if they if they stay in the relationship, I would probably distance myself from the family for sure. That's kind of hard. I mean, I, I get what you're saying, and I agree. Uh, that's, but it's kind of hard though. Think about it. If he takes the relationship, if they do get married, right? Uh, is the family going to show up to the wedding or is it going to be a fight mm-hmm. at the wedding because the brother wants to be the maid of honor? I mean, I maid of honor, <laughs> be the uh, the best man or a part of the groomsmen. Dog, <laughs> please. <laughs> so it's a different type of wedding, but um, want to be one yeah, of the. Yeah, I groups. mean, he can still be. Yeah, he, he can still be cordial and like respectful, but yeah, I mean, he can still like distance himself a little bit though. Like he, he doesn't have to have that, uh, I guess, like close of a connection to him. Yeah, I I just feel like um, I know with my it's funny because like my mom is like considered part of the family, um, partly because, you know, there's some things with uh, my mom's side of family. But um, it's like it's it's synonymous. like my mom's synonymous with my dad, part of the family. I like, guess just like it's just a part of it. Just, they're just a part of the he, she's just a part of the family. It's like my mom was just calling me now. <laughs> you might hear it on the pod because I thought I muted. <laughs> I muted the wrong uh, channel. But, um, you know, she was like, hey, I'm, I'm over your grandmother's house. Let's go. You know, let's, let's be finna get ready to eat. And I was like, all right, cool. I'll be there in a minute. But it's like, but it's like she got a key to the house. She walk right in and stuff like that. So it's just like there's no issues there. Um, And, you know, for as far as I know, my grandma working her in with open arms. So it's like, how do you deal with a family that's not? welcoming you i think that's one thing somebody has to think about though it's like you grew up a certain way and that's one thing i always tell people just not even in this type of situation but life like what you experience and what somebody else experience is going to be completely different but what you have to do is look at how you want to deal with it going forward do you want to make it like your grandparents and your mom do you want it to you want it to be in that type of relationship then it's not going to work for you then especially if you've been doing what do you say two years if you've been doing this for this long, it's like, do you, that's questions you got to ask yourself. Do you see a light at the end of the tunnel? Cause I understand what John's saying. Like, okay, well you can just be cordial, but you ain't really gotta, you know, but I think cordial will come off as like 
at some point you ain't gonna want to be there because it's gonna be coming off as fake, right? And it's gonna yes. be like, you yeah. know, I'm just wasting my time being in this space, and I don't want to. I wouldn't want to be in an inauthentic situation like that. So you really got like John said too. Think about your relationship with her, and to me, is it worth it in the end? Because if she got this trauma, I don't want to be <laughs> going out to eat with y'all. <laughs> y'all fight every again. goddamn time because your brother think I'm a great guy for you because of. He threw a pillow at your head when you were six. Like, what? <laughs> what's, the, what's the problem? Or it could be something more serious. We don't know, but it's like that's something you need mm-hmm. to go through. Like you, the brother talking, he, damn near sound like he want to date you a little bit. But you know, it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> He's a great guy. Like we, no, she said, will you marry him then? Remember she said on way to Excel when her mama kept calling about Kenneth <laughs> and he was cheating. He, he didn't want to leave his family. And just when he used to say, Well, mother, he well, mama, if he's a great uh man, you marry him then. And she hung up on him. She called back, Mama, I'm sorry. Oh, I just man. didn't want you to be alone. But mama, you won't be out here fucking a married man. Like mama, you just really, really, but don't be that desperate. That's my point. That's funny. But that's funny. Um so he needs to be a part of the family. Yeah. <laughs> so so yeah. But yeah. 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 Well, John, we thank you for your um it's good for your input a little bit or whatever. It's good, Reese. But, oh yeah, not a problem. Yeah, <laughs> what you doing, John? Not a problem. You know, we gonna, listen, we gotta know home. where John at, huh? I'm just chilling at home. I'm in Houston. Oh, look at oh, you yeah, chilling at home. Sit down, Mr. Blockchain. <laughs> right. <laughs> I called John Should for I all my questions, crypto questions. Probably text it to you. Yeah, I'm sure he pick up the phone for you now. No. <laughs> he be texting me. He does anyway. the text messages. He don't do the pickup though. And it'd be time. But uh <laughs> say, mm, I hate that. Don't be busy. Yeah. Right, 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 right. Because yeah, Solana can the Solana can process 50, 56 about 35,000 um transactions on the blockchain at one time. So I know you ain't multi you ain't multitasking that fast. I'd be uh, I'd be I'd pop on Twitter. He'll pop up on my timeline. I'll see a tweet. I don't even read the tweet. I just see it got eight hundred likes uh, and three hundred sixty million <laughs> shares. Uh huh. Oh, I think he is. Oh, let me ask you a quick question. Since you're here, though, get my numbers up there a little bit. Let me let me uh, ask you this question: Is Twitter Blue um effective that way? Like, have you gotten more followers because of Twitter Blue or or the uh the, the check mark or how how does it work? Well, yeah, no, it's not a verification, but yeah, ever since uh, <clears throat> they rolled out the uh, that NFT feature, you have more people follow you if you got the hexagon, for sure. Mm, interesting. But you still got to do Twitter Blue, right? It, you still but, got- uh, well, yeah, but what I've learned is uh, some some people see it as like a, a status symbol just because like, well, one, you're paying for it, and then like you also like showing off your NFTs. But also, two, some people see it as like a promotional tool with like you're just promoting whatever, like, NFTs are buying or whatever like that. Mm, okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's only like what, like two, two or like two ninety nine, so it's only like three dollars a month. So mm. it's, I, I just tied it to my um my phone bill, so I it, I just pay it whenever I pay my phone bill. So I'm, I don't even have to worry about it really. You said John, big money, big money, big money. <laughs> yeah, extra three dollars a month. I'm gonna change my his name on my phone to John Solana. <laughs> it's cheaper than Netflix. Here you go. Facts. And they're struggling right now. But mm-hmm. 
Well, John, we thank you very much for your kind of your input today. He was like, well, shit. Would, so would you, uh, before you go, would you keep dating her if this was you or would you be like, I'm out? Um, uh, <laughs> I would, yeah, I would have to have a bit. <laughs> I'd have to have a conversation first, like a real like serious conversation about like the whole thing, like how I feel about it. And then, um, well, it's been two years. Is that, oh, yeah. Is it, oh, but, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But like, has it, but has this issue been like a problem for the entire time though, or was it like re- like a recent problem? And then he just like figured out that it's a, a bigger deal than what it, what he thought. Well, it sounded like it. If she got trauma with the brother, it sounded like it is something that had always been right. I would assume. Yeah. So let's okay. assume it is. They say she always had this trauma, but it's over time. You and the brother relationship grew. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, uh, yeah, I was just, I was just, I was just therapy, and then uh, I guess if that don't work, then yeah, if that don't work. <laughs> so y'all need therapy, the whole family, all of them, everybody, mama, daddy, sister, brother, cousin, yeah, all of them, all of them. Yeah. yeah, that's the best advice anybody can get. Really, therapy. <laughs> sorry, guys. Uh-huh. Sorry, sign cool boyfriend. <laughs> you might have to be cool somebody with somebody else. Yeah, Just get that. Uh. Get that homegrown grown experience like Mwanje family. Um, all right, John, we're gonna let you go then. Thank you, sir. All right, appreciate right, it. Bye. So you never know what you're gonna get on YBO. You get crypto, <laughs> you get love, you get you get angry, you get therapy, you got trauma, you got everything. Pillows. Pillows thrown yeah, at your head, schools. Listeners, let you guys let us guys let us let, let us know what you guys, guys think. Time. Um sorry, I've eaten them chips. But um, this is good. This Tostino spinach dip. Oh yeah, that's yeah, that's, my, um, that's fire. Warm that mug up too. Ooh, put oh put yeah, some, but um, we was rec- put some, what's the name on it too? The um nacho dip, the cheesy one. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, we was recording, that's... so I couldn't uh couldn't rec- uh, warm it up. But yeah, um, listeners, let us know what you would do in that situation. All right, guys, time for my nine. So it reads. It's great on making me hungry. Let me take this off. <laughs> you finna get it? Oh, man. I'm, this I'm, dude still show on sale for you? Uh, Yeah, on my end. Yeah, so, it does. So maybe because I, I bought something already. I got, target. I got the Target price. Red app. I'm just playing. Um, so it reads, hey, YBO. My name is Morgan, and I'm from Atlanta. Um, it says, parentheses, I'm actually from one of the neighboring areas, but I don't Excuse me. I don't want to give myself away. <laughs> LOL. So I went on a date with the guy that I met on Hinge. Oh. We met at a black restaurant on, th- on a Thursday evening. I met him there and we didn't have a reservation or anything. I got there about five to six minutes before he did and waited in my car. When he said that he had arrived, I met him at the door. We went in and the we went in and the hostess said that they were busy and that they at the and at that point, the wait was, uh, wait, huh? we went in and the hostess said that they were busy and that at that point, the wait was at, at about an hour, mm. but five to 10 minutes ago, they had tables for two available. We walked outside and the guy said, why didn't you go in and grab a table? I said, excuse me. He said, typically, if someone is behind, the other person goes and grabs a table anyway, mm. reservation or not. Mm. I told him that I've never done that. 
um, except for when there's a reservation and everyone's running behind the time and there's a and or grace period. My question to you all is, what do you think about this? Um, and then this has in uh, parentheses dating or just meeting a friend or something. And what do you guys typically do? Wait at the door, grab a table, wait in, wait in your car or something else. Great. So, all right, a couple of things here. So let's just address him as the date. Now, this is the date. So you're trying to know this person and get to know this person or whatever. Um, so as the man, things happen. I understand you can get behind things. I understand things happen. But uh, on the first day, you got to put your foot, best foot forward. Right. So you need to get there early ahead of time. You need to say, hey. I already um, got the table. We're at this thing. Just say you're there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thompson reservation, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And they'll take you, escort you to the thing. Like your job is to make sure that this date is easy as possible for her and for you, you as well. Like you want to make sure that you've planned everything out for as far as, you know, how much the meals are going to cost what range you need to be at, um, at these places and things of that nature. So you have to plan ahead of time and you have to be organized. And so, uh, so he messed up there. Um, telling her to go get the table, that's that's mm-hmm. just a bad sign. It's just a bad look. Now, if this was just yes. a friend, now that's a little different. Now, if this is a friend and you got you both agreed to a reservation, yeah, go ahead, pop in. I'll meet you there. I'm running behind. You know, my my friends already have tables. They grab tables already. Good to go. So I would have got the table already and said, "Hey, y'all, I'm here. Pull up." That's different. But on a date, you have to be on point. You have to show that you are organized and that you can handle something as simple as a reservation so um he lost points on that so deflower him but um yeah other than that though uh yeah as a friend once again get the table ahead of time get the table if you're there first it's really like yeah if you're there first go in first or even if it's a regular relationship i would even say at some point too if y'all coming like maybe i get up work later than you and you're there first, go get the table, you know, things like that when you're more comfortable with each other. Mm-hmm. But first dates, yeah, no, nah, you got to show off, right? You didn't show off at all. You showed out. I don't know where did they go anywhere after that? Yeah. She probably quit after that. She's like, I'm done. Uh, she didn't say, but yeah, I find it interesting, especially if we just like kind of met and I don't know if that's <laughs> their first time in person, but if I, will, I will be, it would be interesting because my thing is if I got out the car, okay, I'm trying to put this, if I got out the car, Stood there. I'm assuming you said hello, hi. You go in, and they say we full. We walk out, and the first kind of one of the first things you say to me is, "Why you ain't going to get the table? <laughs> <laughs> the fuck you talking to, nigga? The fuck?" She said, "Excuse me," but I'm like, "The fuck you talking to?" Like, <laughs> excuse me, these um, what's her name? Uh, Morgan. Morgan. But um, yeah, that was crazy. I said, "Why did you get the table?" <laughs> What you mean, bro? Why didn't you? Why you late? The fuck? Um, in general, it really depends with me. Like sometimes I ain't gonna lie, if it's like a new restaurant and there's too much going on, sometimes I just might wait for you. Um, and that could be just a friend or somebody, or if like, but I think um if it's somewhere we always frequent, I'll just probably go. It just depends on my mood that day. Like, you know, it just really depends. Um, if there's a lot of you gotta find parking. Like I may be there before you. I may be struggling doing that. So then I might just sit in my car and wait for you. It just it really, really depends. Um, and I live in Houston too. And I'm assuming Atlanta is the same. I'm not sure about the weekday, but a lot of times you need a reservation before you go yeah, to certain places yeah. any damn way, especially a black restaurant. But um, yeah, in that case, I would have definitely sat in my car. 
um, and waited for your ass to get there. And fuck you. Yeah, plant, places you like because you're used to Houston now, but places like Houston or Milwaukee, you can get away with just walking up and just waiting for the. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went to Tupelo Honey yesterday, and it, it was like, well, either it's you wanna, it's a um little soul food joint. Uh, on the third Where's ward, uh, in the third ward, oh, right behind third ward. The corner, so around the corner, uh, behind um, um, uh, Brownstone and in, in the new place, Tropics over there. It's like kind of on that little corner with a little freeway. You finna get on the freeway over there by, by almost by the public market on the backside of the public market. But anyway, mm-hmm. um, and we go. I called nice. ahead of time. They didn't do a lot of these. A lot of places now are not doing call ahead seating because I guess a lot of people be canceling. But um, uh, yeah. So I. I Called him. I said, "Hey, what's how long is your wait?" It was like forty-five minutes for a table inside, fifteen minutes for a table outside. I was like, "All right, cool. Let's just go ahead and, and grab a table." We walked around for like ten minutes. They texted us, said we was there. But places like Houston, Atlanta, to your point, there's everybody's trying to go to that place. You got probably five hundred, six hundred people trying to get mm-hmm. in and eat. You need to plan ahead. And so, if you, she didn't say where they were, but um. If you are in those areas, New York, I'm probably pretty sure L.A., same thing. You need mm-hmm. to call ahead. You need to call ahead, yeah. figure out, or even the night before. Y'all talk about where y'all want to go. And sometimes even then, trying to get into spots like that the night before. I, I When I had um, um, went to Capitol Grill, I had, think I had made a mistake and almost double booked. But um, right away, if you don't get your spot right away, they were like, up. Oh, we can't you got to go to the next uh thing and then if you miss up now you miss your whole opportunity to re- uh, reserve a spot at uh at you know at capital grill or other places so you got to be organized bro at the end of the day you got to be organized you got to make sure that you know what you're doing plan this date out accordingly and, and go yeah it, it doesn't take it only takes about a good 45 minutes to an hour to figure out what you're trying to do and just call these places or a lot of them you got booking online book online you get an email and you're good to go you know what I'm saying? And, I mean, the only thing you probably can't take account for is the conversation is good. Um, you know, maybe you want to stay a little bit longer, but that's when you got to say, you know, we got another event lined up. You know what I'm saying? And just, let's go. Yeah. Yeah. He he had a line. Yeah, that's that. that. It gives me control. The table. I don't even feel comfortable you telling the woman the goddamn on the first table. date, like, why didn't you get a table? Yeah, I feel like that's on me. Yeah, like, I should have did that. I should have got the table. Talking slick. Fault. The fuck. And I should have a backup restaurant. Yeah, and in general. And I and I just wouldn't even tell nobody that to me. I just wouldn't. Like if they didn't want to go in, if they didn't feel comfortable, if they want to wait, that's on them. Unless we I don't know, unless we just knew we was both going and we super tight. But in that sense, I know I feel like that's just common sense for somebody to go. Not common sense, but it's it's between us. We know how we get down. You know what right. I'm saying? So I just I just never hold that against nobody. I just because I always feel like if we can't get in here, we're gonna go somewhere else. Just go somewhere so else. what's the next spot? I always have some. Uh, that would have rubbed me the wrong way. Let us know. Yeah, Morgan, let us know how that went because I'm curious. But more I think that's an interesting conversation though. Like, what do you what do you do? Do you typically sit in the car? Do you stand outside? Do you wait in the car? Do you wait down the street? Like, especially on a date. I'm curious to know. Um, what do y'all do, listeners, when you go on a date, first date? Do you get out the car? Do you wait? Even if somebody's not um, late, just in general, how do you guys um, typically handle that? Now, if, a, so. if, if the woman set the date up, I'm waiting in the car. I'm waiting for her. I'm not going to be there because uh, I don't want to seem like I'm too eager. So I wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Um, I wouldn't go to the table at, at a time. I'll just wait for her. And then we walk in together. 
Yeah, I feel like, and that's what one of the things I typically like to do, walk in with somebody, unless I'm like somebody super late, then it just, mm-hmm. to me, I think it just really varies. But to really ask somebody, why didn't you go get the table? In general, I think it's kind of annoying. It's just like, I don't, I don't want to call it common sense, but in certain situations, you would think somebody would do that any damn way. But yeah, And most um, of the time, I'm picking up, picking you know, up anyway. So we're going things. in together. So if we're going to be late, we're going to be late together. All right, I'm yeah, going to pick you up, yeah. but. You know, I guess some. You know, yeah. I guess but first, first day, first day, be comfortable. Yeah. yeah, I understand that. Not that's just, yeah, just that's just wild. insane. You said why you ain't going to the table, nigga? Give you don't get the fuck. Right, like he's a bum. But let us know, listeners, what you guys think. And also, like I said before, let me know what you guys do. <laughs> inspiration for the week. Uh, inspiration for the week. I'd be forgetting about inspiration. I'd be like, I should have a couple of notes. And that's your Ooh, one job. Uh, okay. Yesterday's prices is not today's prices. That's the quote. Yesterday's prices is not today's prices. There you go. I.E. Fat Joe. Yesterday's prices is not today's prices. Yesterday's podcasts are not today's podcasts. They can go for anything. Yesterday's gas is not today's gas because it's higher. Facts. (laughs) So... I just put some mind. gas in my car today after a long I ain't putting some gas in my car in so long. I forgot what side what this, side the tank was on. Does it seem like the oil is burning um more like faster now? Like I know y'all be had to drive anywhere, but I feel like I just put I, I just Oh, I work from home. So oh, I, really, well, I guess that worked. I be feeling like the guy. He be driving or something. I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, we don't have to share the load, fam. Like, come on now, it's high. Take it back to the 60s. Let's carpool. But um, um uh mine this week is it's the lack of gratitude that be having a lot of people stuck in certain cycles. Gratitude may be the key to moving forward and expanding. If you can't be grateful for what you have, why should you have more? Gratitude is powerful. And I always tell people that and it's all and not in that way, but when I seen that tweet, I was like, Man, I always say that in general, like whenever I felt like it was time for me to move forward and I wasn't, you know how you'd be like, man, I'm ready to, you know, move on or whatever it is. A lot of times when I start focused on that and really start appreciating more, because I always appreciate when you really show that gratitude and accept where you are. Um, that's when shit happens when you least expect it. Yeah. So um, always be grateful for where you are. So that way, when you move forward, you can look back um, and be like, damn, I really came from that. Damn. I really um, used to do X, Y, and Z or whatever it may be. So, 249. Wait, what's this? 250. 40. Jesus Christ. 258. 258. (laughs) How you feel about that? Awesome. Awesome. Almost in the 60s. Yeah, man. Kind of missed last week, but it's cool. We've been 59. Um, all right, guys. Episode 240. I keep saying 240. 258. As always, I am the illustrious Reese Berry. That is our E-S-E-B-E-R-R-A. Four Y's is Twitter, Tumblr, Snapchat, and Instagram. This boy Moanje. That's M W A N J E. You can follow me on all social media platforms. That's Moanje Ugandan for leopard. Once again, happy birthday, Lassie. Thirty years old, y'all. Oh, y'all getting old. Yeah, old. Hey man, I've been in this thirty-year-old game for about four or five months. Oh no, I enjoy it. I really do. I be forgetting I'm thirty, low key. Yeah, it's fun. A little more money in your pocket. Yeah, I'm excited and, for the 30s. You know, thinking about your family now. Hey, think about man. starting your own family and all that stuff like that. It's fun. I don't know. Think about starting a family more. I've been yet. thinking about that a lot lately, actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Make sure you name your daughter Reese and your son Barry. Episode 258. We bu- we out. Bye. All right. Peace. <laughs>